Blog Talk Radio. And now I present to you that international Bible teacher of teachers, Seer Israel of Seedwell. He will utter dark things and mysteries which have been kept from the foundation of the world, showing us the way to go. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Corn. 
that will flush all the toxins out your body and a lot of spraying water, and you got to do some kind of exercise. You know, if you can find you a good air stepper machine, don't get on that thing and do about one minute on it and build from there. Do one minute at a time and build from there. Next thing you know, you might be doing five minutes. See, what you, is it like um, um, orange juice? Let it sit, and all the chemicals go down to the bottom. Then you say, well, let me shake this thing up. Once you shake it up real good, guess what happens? The flavor come back in. That same thing about your blood. You got to shake your blood up. Your blood is too thick, and that will cause kidney failure by having high blood pressure and, and eating, that, eating that white sugar. You got it good. All right, good enough. Uh, on the international side, we see it, it's packed red again, over 900,000 strong on the international side. That We clear about that. So we're going to bring our hero in and tell you all about the broadcast, and we'll see if we can get something going on. On the special edition called Thursday Evening Special Edition, cake number 14, and the best way you lead out with, is with your elder. So we'll bring our elder and Mr. Chibs and tell you all about the broadcast, and then we'll see if we get something going on, and we'll do our part on trying to enlighten you in some dust-ass yaqua. So when you meet our elder with a loud voice, you say, Elder, Mr. Chibs, Israel. Yaqua, BJFC, right and Yaqua bless you, see as well as see you well. Hallelujah, Yaqua. Hallelujah, Yaqua, Elder. Well, Elder, I can tell you one thing. The foxtail hair been lit. The curtain hair went up. All we got to do one thing to bring Yaqua in, to bring Yaqua in, we have to reflect the Bible. We have to reflect what the Bible stands. And Yahweh have no choice. One thing he's not going to break is his word. He made it plain over there in uh, 12, verse 10 of Sirach. He said, show me when anywhere in the history that when you got me right, I didn't get you right. He showed it to me. So I, I think I'm, I'm going to talk about that verse a little bit later. But after you take your time, Hill, and, and do your part, I'm going to make a note of that verse of 12, verse 10 of the book of Sirach. And I'm going to come back with that verse and talk about it after you kind of sit the, sit the table on tape 14, you on the clock, Elder Tip. Come on. Once again, Yaquah bless you, see Israel. And thank you for bringing me into tonight's broadcast. And that's among a cast of over 900,000 listeners. And that's a good thing. Because this is what we're trying to do, is get more to listen to the word of Yahweh, and not just hear it, but to do it. And as those that do the word, they hear, we hope they spread it to others the same way. Well, I need to get rid of that word, hope, because hope is a dangerous thing. I pray that they pass it on to others the same way that they learned it. We all came to hear things in the Bible that most of us can hear. And some listening never understand. It's just like when you're talking to people. Oh, they're very agreeable. Oh, they understand what you're saying. Yep, yep, you're right. But when it comes time to them to repeat what you said, they can't even remember nothing. But our ministry makes all this misunderstanding. That's 
read and misinterpreted through the Bible? Very possible. Because we have a lot of people that came to see things in the Bible through proper teaching that some looked and they can never find. These are the misinformed. These are the ones that can do none of the things that our sixth camp does. This is why the word of Yahweh that is taught makes all this and more possible for the righteous. Because we have to be aware of by ignoring the scriptures and the Bible precepts. We're given the knowledge to know that there are those out there that camouflage their evil or confused teaching and only loud bump and downs contest for their message of righteous learning, even using the Bible scriptures as verbal weapons against us that know. Because we have to remember the best is already here. We're just waiting for the rest to come. We were talking to uh, someone earlier today. I should say a wise man. We were talking to a wise man. And we told him, look in the book of Second uh, Timothy. And we came up around chapter 3. We were talking about a couple of verses. That hit a cue point on some of the things that many people are going through, and they don't take it too serious, but we have to let them know that when you're studying the word of Yahweh, every word is important. But you have to remember, it's the non-righteous job to lead you astray, like a man that tried to lead the elder astray, but he was with lost and confused understanding. This is why we're here to help guide you through these dark times of bad teaching. Loud bump the gums for righteous learning and wrong taught Christianity. We welcome and thank all of you for attending another live broadcast of Yahweh's ministry. Come see you live and open to you always with new and exciting topics from the King James Bible. And first and foremost, about Yahweh's Word. Learning how to connect the Bible books. Your help. Who's that you should eat and keeping the Sabbath. You do this because you have not. It's the information that you all came to seek and have now found that in the voices of the true Israelites, tribe of God. We're open unto you from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. on the days of Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Having no class on Tuesday, but we do have a Sabbath class. And the top part of the Sabbath is Friday. That grand time starts at 7.30 to 10.30. And the bottom part of the Sabbath is Saturday. There's a temple class that starts at 12 p.m. and an online class that starts at 2 to 5 p.m. until the temple members desire to leave. We also have a website address. And to use this on any search engine, right on that search line, type tribeyadah.com. And after you click enter, just under a big line, you'll see three choices. And one will be tithes and offerings. Now, to use this, step number one, click Donate with PayPal. Step two is to click Send with the amount that you wish to donate. And also, there's a message if you like, a space for a message, if you'd like to include the message. If this is done, may Allah bless you. Also, in doing this, remember what it tells us when we read the book of Psalms, chapter 96, verse 7, and verse number 8. Verse 7 says, Give unto the Yahweh, tenants of the people. Give unto the Yahweh, glory and strength. 8. 
Give unto the Abraham the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. So we do have a valid scripture to back up. When you're using that, click to donate with PayPal. So when you do that, remember the book of Psalms, chapter 96, verse 7 and verse number 8. Also, remember that Yahweh loves that you're forgiven. And also, donations to this ministry is greatly appreciated. That you give, according to the Bible scriptures of the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse 30, and also in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, and verse number 9. This is done to keep this ministry bringing you dust sales, yard, ground, line. Also, we're building a school to expand our teaching. A banquet hall radio station, and land to grow the health foods we continue to speak of on this program. I will be Also, out there, check the calendar that we have. That calendar is there to help keep you, your family, and friends in tune with the Bible feast days that come to us throughout the year. We also have a live program, which is a feature that's available during our broadcast time. In order to get there, this time, type in three words, Yaqua Radio Live. And after clicking in, look for Voices of the Truism Lights, Tribe of Yada. Click the red live button as soon as it appears, it'll put you right into our live online broadcast. Also, we have a few numbers you can call with Yaqua Online. The first being our live conference room number, which is 319-527-6065. The other is 224-600-5579. This would be our international number where you can call and leave a message on scriptures, on Bible scriptures, that you may have questions on, which can be answered by any one but six million accounts of Yahweh's ministry. Now, also in saying that, do not call this number trying to teach. I have to remind you, you only hear a discouraging click followed by a doubt. Also, by calling that number, you can order what our members know as the 12 programs via the 12 tribes of Israel on DVD. On another note, we might ask, please do not contact the CAP email, phone, or text before broadcast. It's usually pretty busy with the WCC, the York Station stockholder of the Cigar Man, and answering many memos that most of us have seen. And even now, in addition to that, Latter-day Saints. And that's besides setting up our broadcast before broadcast. So please use that international line of 224-600-5579. And if the question is legit, you will receive a call back. Now, for those of you who forgot, it's possibly most the beginning of our program. You can catch the entire show at 9.15 p.m. today, except Fridays. Our program time will be repeated after 10.30. You can do this by entering three words, Dakwa Radio Live. And when you click enter, look for Voices of the Truth Lights. Try with your job. Just choose the program that you're late logging into or any previous day that you would like to listen. During a normal broad talk broadcast, we're also simultaneously transmitting on Talk which can be logged in by your phone, your tablet, or computer. 
Just make sure you download it to Pound app. It will be listed under ethnic group, African American. Look for Voices of the Truth Rights, Travis Yardell. You'll find a room will hold 50 or more listening participants. The Yahweh's Word will be working for your Bible education. Online there, the answer some of the topics we discussed during our broadcast will be Elder Mr. Tibbs Israel, along with Tibbs writing to Shotgun. However, during this time, we'll be taking no comments off topic or any more than two text questions answered at a time. And the broad talk ends before teaching time. We will continue our teaching on the South Talk. Talk will be with you all. But that continuing reminder, I always give. When we're giving the scriptures to speak by this year, remember to be quick to hear and slow to speak. So the words of Yahweh will flow smoothly, remembering that we have hundreds of thousands of listeners that came to hear the righteous words of Yahweh and not set up in drinking. So doing this, we have to be careful not to make worldly statements that can't be backed up by the Bible. But make those statements that can be backed up in the Bible. So we can start to do just as I spoke. Press our program back to our see in Israel and say, Hallelujah. All right, yo, that was excellent again on your part, yo. That's how you open, that's how you lead off it's, it's some good stuff and that's a great thing. That's what it's all about. So Ella, we see on the left side it's kind of a little thin on base upon those coming on to hollering the microphone. So Ella, we gotta do the best we can and like we told daughter Yaqua, you know, um go as long as you can and then we go along the can i take it a mail or just cut the broadcast early. Because one thing we clear about, according to Matthews 9, 35 through 38, probably read a little bit later, the harvest is plenty. Got a lot of work to be done. Got a lot of harvest. Got this wide space everywhere. But the labels is true, and we, and we got to understand one thing. We were chosen for these days. If you in these days, you've been chosen for these days but to do a great work for Yahweh. That's the key right there. If you in these days right now where you hear the seer's voice, that means you've been chosen for these days right here, and we'll take a look at that through prophecy, letting you know it's no accident, it's no coincidence. If you're in this period of time right now, you've been chosen for these days, but to step it up in who? Yahweh. What kind of way? As a witness in this Bible. So if you can hear those seer, remember one thing. You were chosen to hear those seer. It's nothing as a accident. Got it good. Hey, Elder, so we're going to do it. We're going to take a look at um, Luke chapter 12, verse 12. And we're going to see if we get something going on on the special edition called Thursday evening, take number 14. And we'll bounce some, some verses off, and we'll see what we can get out of it and take it from there. So take your time and look at Luke, chapter 12, verse 12. What does it say to hell? Luke, chapter 12, reading verse 12, says, For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. 
Excellent. Well, see here, that verse is no accident. That's the same verse that is written. And see, that's what you want. You always want your Yahweh to be leading the way. That's the key. You want your Yahweh to be leading the way. And that's the game changer, Elder. Because, matter of fact, let me show you exactly when Yahweh leading the way, exactly what he, he told old Sarah in Zechariah chapter 9, verse 14 and 15. Now, this is what he said to the old Sarah. He's listen, he asked Zechariah, he said, hey, Zechariah, are you the seer of the, of the day right now? He said, yeah. Well, did you put this down in this book? Look what it says in, that we can read Elder, in the ninth chapter, verse 14 and 15 of Zechariah. Let's see if we open up right there to show you that you want this man to be leading your way. What it says we can read in, in Zechariah chapter 9, verse 14 and 15, Elder, come on. Okay. Looking in the book of Zechariah. Going to chapter 9. Reading verses 14 and 15. 14 says, And the Yahweh shall be seen over them, and his arrow shall go forth as the, as the lightning. And the Yahweh shall bow, shall blow the trumpet, and shall go with whirlwinds of the south. 15. The Yahweh of hope shall defend them, and they shall devour and subdue with Sling, with sling stones, and they shall drink and make a noise through the through wine, and they shall be filled like bowls as the corners of the altar. So you, you hear that? Yeah, so that's the key right there. You want Yahweh to go before you, and that's the game changer. You want Yahweh to go before you, on whatever you want, you want to make sure you got your Yahweh right. Because it says in the book of Sarat, out that red book, Elder, it makes a profound statement out that red book in 2 verse 10. He says something in 2 verse 10, Elder, that is pretty good to hear what he says in Sarat, out of that red book called the missing books called Apocrypha. What does it say in 2 verse 10, Elder? Okay, going to the book of Shabbat. Looking at uh, chapter 2, reading verse number 10. 10 says, Look at the generations of old and see. Did ever any trust, did ever any trust in the Yahweh and was confounded? Or did any abide in his fear and was forsaken? Or whom did he ever despise that called upon him? So he's saying, did any abide in his fear? Now we're going to precept that here to see what they're talking about in 111 verse 10 by, by David. He said, now, he said, look at the generations of old. Show me anywhere that you can read or anybody talked about it when you had your Yahweh right, but in fear that you was confounded and he didn't help you at your time of need. 
He said, show it to me. He said, the one that had the fear of Yahweh. You wake up anyone that has the fear of Yahweh. And he said, show me where is anywhere written in history that I did not get them right. They had the fear of Yahweh. So we're going to precept that to 111.10 of Psalms and see, well, what is this fear in? Is it children in the boots? We're going to find out by Adam. Let's see what it says, 111 verse 10, Elder Psalms. Book of Psalms. Chapter 111, verse number 10 says, The fear of the aqua is the beginning of wisdom. Give me a little bit more. A good understanding have all they that do his commandments or throw instructions. Did you see that? Yeah. You see that? He said, show me when... It's anywhere written in history. When you have the fear of Yahweh, that means you've done his laws, statutes, and commandments. And show me where you was confounded that he didn't step in place at your very need. He showed it to me. He said, what, you, what history book got it up? What story was told? Show it to me. Now, his son, he had a son called Solomon. Matter of fact, and how and how his son looked. Let's read. Um, let's see how his son looked. Cause we have a picture on, on it on David's boy. How did he look, Elder? And Psalms of Solomon one verse five. Let Let's see how how he looked. You know, for we be clear about David's boy. Let's see how he looked in verse one verse five. Then we're gonna read. Then we're gonna find out what he say. Will I mean? Songs of Solomon out your regular book. What did he look like in one verse five there, Elder? Psalms. Songs of Solomon, chapter one, verse five. Five says, I am black, but comely, O ye daughters of Jerusalem, that's us, as the tents of Cato, as the curtains of Solomon. Is it? He said, I'm I am black as the tents of Ketar. Ketar is Ishmael's boy. We could read that if we want to, but we're not going to do it. In the 25th chapter of Genesis, that's Ishmael's boy, Ketar. And Ketar means black. He said, I'm just as black as Ketar. See that? Black. So now, this is a black man talking. This is David's boy. A black man is talking which is David's boy. See, a black man. See, we run away from understanding that these peoples of the Bible, the Israelites, are black. They're not high yellow, high brown looking, pale red. They are black folks. That's what they are. So now we go to Proverbs chapter 9, verse 10. Let's see what David's boy say when he heard what his father put on the table, let's see if he come behind it and contradict it in Proverbs 9, verse 10. What do you say in Proverbs 9, verse 10, Elder? <clears throat> Book of Proverbs, chapter 9, verse number 10. 10 says, The fear of the Yahweh is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of 
Righteous is understanding. You see that? So he lines up with his father. And that's what we got to do. We got to line up with this book. So once we line up with this book, let's go to Second Timothy chapter chapter 3, Elder. You go to Second Timothy 3, and we'll look at verse 12 down to verse 15. See, here's the key. Once we get out of, get out of our feelings and line up with this Bible, then Yahweh got no choice but to intervene. So we got to get out of our feelings and make sure you make a Bible decision, then Yahweh is going to make a, a move, and he's going to start with this ministry. That's why we got to watch everybody from the pages of the book and, and watch them and see if they're making Bible decisions or if they're making feelings decisions. Huh? Feelings. <laughs> feeling decisions. Oh, well, you know, he said something that I don't like. Those seers said something that I don't like. That's a feeling decision. That's not a Bible decision. You got to make Bible decisions. Let's see what the elder get ready to read now in 2 Timothy chapter 3, 12 down to verse 15. 2 Timothy chapter 3, reading 12 to 15. 12 says, Yea, and all that will live Yahweh in Yahweh the Son shall suffer persecution. Three, but evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. Fourteen, but continue thou in the things which thou have learned and hast been assured of knowing, and whom thou hast learned them. Fifteen, and that from a child thou hast known the righteous scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Yahweh the Son. Mm-hmm. That's big talk. He said, now, and now, you're going to stumble on some good talk with that, Elder. He says, continue in from whom you have learned from. That's key right there. Now, read that verse again, Elder, because I think you're going to stumble on something, Elder, that, that got a lot of gripping precepts in that verse. You said, you said continue and on whom you have learned from. See, that's the game change. See, what happened, Elder, that once they learn a little bit of this right here, they get the big head. And then they want to do their own thing, and then they end up disembobulated all over the place. And you can tell someone's look at their eyes or hear their speech or tone, they're all over the place. Because when you're not certain, that means you're all over the place. We can tell. So as they get enough verses in them, and think they can go for themselves and know this thing is all about is pulling the nation together. And then what they do, they go for themselves, and then they end up disembobulated, and then they be making all types of statements that, like you said, cannot be validated. You know why? Because you're going to broke away from the branch. The branch is Yahweh's six anointed camps called Boss of Jerusalem. We'll get you there. It's up to you to do right. According to thus says Yahweh. We're not going to tell you where we've been or where we're going. But one thing we will tell you about what thus says Yahweh says. So believe the Bible. Let's get ready to read it. Okay, I think we uh, have already read Second Timothy chapter 3, verses 12 to 15. 
Yeah, but we, we just got to call the summary of them behind it. Now we, 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 we call a verse spirit led behind it, and we don't know what we said, but we was we were talking about something, but it don't got away from me because when I said it, it was a spirit led verse. So now, okay, we'll put that to the side. Maybe it'll come back to me again. Now, I tell you what, read that verse again, then, Elder. Maybe it'll come back to me what was said. Read that uh, Second Timothy again. Second Timothy 3, 12 to 15. Yeah, I think about yeah, 14. I think, notes, I think you read about yeah, 14. 14. Read verse 14 and maybe 15. Then maybe if Yahweh wants me to bring it back out again, he'll give it to me once you read the verse again. Verse 14. Second Timothy chapter 3, 14 and 15. 14 says, but continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of knowing of whom thou hast learned them. 15. And from a child thou hast known the righteous scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Yahweh the Son. Mm-hmm. He said, continue with them that you have learned from. Now, now, now let's go to Romans chapter 25. See, we uh, we believe that we call that verse out there, Elder. So now we're going to Romans 25. Now, now, once you continue and whom you have learned from, then it got a statement here, Elder, in the book of Romans, in the book of Romans, I call Romans 25. Is that sure? That's the right yeah. verse. Romans 25? Nope. Wow. Let's see if this is Romans chapter. 25, L. That was a big, that's a big verse. Let me, let me peep. So he said, continue and on whom you have learned from. All right, now, we're going to find out. Now, Romans don't even go that high. So back up to verse 15. Romans chapter 15, Elder, and let's find out what's going on in verse 24. Let's see what's going on that we can read. It continue and on whom you have learned from. Let's see what he got written, Elder, we can read. In the 15th chapter of Romans, pick up verse 24. 15, 24, down to verse 28. Okay, Romans uh, chapter 15. Verses 24 to 28. 24 says, Whenever I make my journey, whensoever I make my journey, I will come to you. For I trust to see you in my journey and to be brought on my way. There were one by you. If first I be somewhat filled with your company, 25. But now I go to Jerusalem, not down, to minister unto the saints. 26. For it has pleased them of Macedonia and Achaia to make a certain contribution to the poor saints, which are at Jerusalem. 27. It has pleased them verily, and their they are for the Gentiles have been made partakers 
of their spiritual things. Their duty is also to minister unto them in cardinal things. 28. And therefore I have performed this and have sealed to them this fruit. I will come by you into Spain. Mm-hmm. You say they got duties, Elder? They say they got duties to minister to us in kernel things. Kernel things. He said, debtors they are. He said, once we have ministered to you in spiritual things, and what do you mean by spiritual things? What do you mean by once we have ministered to you in spiritual things? What that supposed to mean? Let's go to Proverbs chapter 1, verse 23. What does that mean once we have ministered to you in spiritual things, your duties is to minister to us in carnal things. What do you mean by once we have ministered to, to you in spiritual things? Your duties is to minister to us in carnal things. What that mean? One, two, and three of Proverbs, Elder. Book of Proverbs, chapter 1, reading verse number 23 says, 23 says, turn you at my report. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you. Oh, so, Elder, so once we have made, make known Yahweh's words unto them, they got duties to, to minister to us in what kind of way? Carnal ways. That means carnal ways. Now, that's that was a big verse there, Elder. So now that was a big verse. See, that was a big verse. Now, so that's what he say. So now let's precept that a little bit, Elder, because you, you own something right now. So now, you, that means you got duties. That means if you tune into this broadcast, and I love to hear me some Dusses, Yaqua, the four-letter man, six nights a week. See, that's, that's the great thing, because you're hearing the word. But do you know once you listen to the broadcast, you got duties? And Elder just read, you got duties to minister to the six anointing camps and carnal things. That's your duty. Once you understand you are listen to the broadcast, then you got duties to minister to us and carnal things. And we'll, we'll give you a case in point through the precepts in the 16th chapter of 1 Corinthians 1, 2, and 3. Watch your elder do a little precepting on that and see what you're talking about. 16, 1, 2, and 3. What was that in First, first, first Corinthians 16, 1, 2, and 3. We, we, we're doing some precepting now, elder. We're going to see what that means by you got duties. To minister, minister to the ministry that you learn from. You remember you read that verse, Elder? Um, matter of fact, hold that. Read that verse again, Elder, because that, that was a profound verse. The one on actually you read it. Put a marker there, Elder, and come back and read. I got it. Second Timothy three, and pick up verse twelve down to verse fifteen again. You know, you know, you're gonna suffer. 
but you still got duties. So we're going to read that again, Elder, because you dropped the profound verse out here, Elder. Second Timothy 3, 12 down to verse 15. Then we then we coming back to go to the 16th chapter of Corinthians 1, 2, and 3. We're going to see, can we learn some out of this, Elder? Spirit-led, come on. Second Timothy chapter 3, reading verses 12 to verse number 15. Paul says, Yea, and all that will live, Yahweh and Yahweh the Son, shall suffer persecution. 13. But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. 14. But continue thou unto things which thou hast learned, and hast been assured of knowing of whom thou hast learned. 15. And that from a child thou have known the righteous scriptures, which were able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Yahweh the Son. Uh-huh. Read verse 14. Little more audio here. Read 14 again. Verse, verse 14. Verse 14. 14 says, But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned, and has been assured of knowing of whom thou hast learned them. You see that? They said, continue in the thing that thou have learned, and whom you have learned from. You learn learn from coming to this ministry listening. You listen and you take a lot of notes, and so now once you listen to the ministry, you understand something then you got duties to do after you are heard the broadcast. We just read that you got duties to do. Matter of fact, let's read that again. That was a big verse you read. Let's run back to Romans chapter 15. See, it's no accident, Elder. But once you have heard the, the taping of tape 14, understand one thing. You got duties now. Let's see what the duties is according to verse 27. Romans chapter 15, verse 27. What does it say? Romans chapter 15, reading 27, says, It has pleased them verily, and their devils, they are. Get all of the gentles. They are the all of the gentles. Mm-hmm. Debtors. Yeah, debtors, they okay, are. Okay, reading it again. Debtors. It has pleased them verily, and their debtors, they are. For if the Gentiles have been made partakers of their spiritual things, their duty is also to minister unto them in cardinal things. In carnal things, carnal things. That means worldly things. That means, if, like, for example, if we got land and you got the bulldozer, then you supposed to automatically say, you know, I got the bulldozer to turn the grass over. I got soaked a lot of extra uh, uh, supplies to help build onto the ministry. That's where you come in worldly. Colonel, Bay, I got five. 10 buckets of paint that I'm going to donate to the ministry. See? 
So that's where your duties come in. So when you listen to this broadcast, you got duties to minister to, minister to this ministry and worldly things. Oh, I can do this worldly. Okay, good. That is your lot. Then do that. See, remember one thing. Um, hold that point there, Elder. Let's run back and get a precept on that. Matthew chapter 9, verse 35 through 38. Let's get a precept on that. See, the Bible got a lot of precepts in it. So when Elder dropped them bombshell verses down, then we got to pull out the precept let you know when you, well, if you can find time to tune in and listen at the broadcast of tape 14, 13, 12, then you got duties to do according to thus says Yahweh. Your duties is to minister to this ministry carnally. That means worldly. Got it? Good. Then you line up with the Bible. And we're going to do our part to make sure you understand the plan of Yahweh in these last days, plainly. What you getting ready to read, Elder? Matthew chapter 9, verses 35 to 38. 35 says, And Yahweh the Son went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, temples, and preaching the gospel, the covenant of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. 36. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them, because they they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep, having no shepherds. 37. Then saith he unto his disciples, The harvest is truly plentiful, but the labors are few. 38. Pray ye therefore the Yahweh of harvest, of the harvest, that he will send forth laborers unto his harvest. You hear that, He said he looked at the masses of people, but they had no shepherds. They had no leader. They had no leadership, elder. He said, pray that Yahweh will send them leaders with understanding because they all over the place in the brain. And that's when you can tell when they don't have a leader, uh, they don't have the proper order of a leader because they're always all over the place. They're very agitated. And when they speak elder, they always speak with you like they're chewing nails. They always, you can tell by the eyes, they're all over the place because that's showing you that they, they do not have a shepherd that they believe in. And how you put feeling in your shepherd on through the word of Yahweh. When the shepherd show you the word of Yahweh, you both take that and run with it. Because that right there will calm your spirit. That'll calm your spirit. Matter of fact, and, and, and signs of you having a calm spirit, let's go to first uh Corinthians five twelve. Hey yo. Uh, hold that point speak. hold that point for a little bit, Sia. Let okay. me uh Grab this uh, tea, and I'm gonna walk back to my book. All right. And grab this right. uh, herbal tea. It's ready now. Well, you, uh, let, let me see. Can I you let burn me the lips I, a little bit? Yeah. Let me see. Can I talk it up? Let me see. Can I talk this up a little bit? See, once you know the 
who you have learned this word from, we found out in the early part of the lesson that you have duties to do once you have found out you have learned this word. Because one thing about it, we prepared to teach you this word, but once you have heard this word, then you got automatic duties according to what the Bible just said. Matter of fact, I read the verse right here to trying to blow on that hot teeth. I read the verse. You understand, you got duties to do. Once you tune in and hear the word of Yahweh, this is what Paul says in the 15th chapter. Let's see what Paul says. He says in 25, he said, but now I go back to Judah to minister to the saints. That's what I'm going. I'm going to minister to the saints. That's at Judah. 26. But they are them of Macedonia and chaos. These Macedonian chaos, this is over there in Europe. So, so Paul was over there in Europe, Japhetic land. It pleased them to make a certain contribution for the poor saints. That was at Judah. It pleased them. They wanted to get in there and help out. They wanted to do it. What the next verse say? Uh, verse number 27. And he have pleased them barely. I mean, he was happy. And their debtors, they are. So when you tune in and listen to this broadcast and you learn something in this broadcast, guess what? According to 27, you are debtors, they are. About this. For if the Gentiles have been made partakers of their, who's there? The children of Israel, bread. Spiritually, their spiritual things, the world's duties, the duties, the Latter-day Saints, the Roman Catholic Church out of New York, you got duties. What's your duties to do? is also to minister unto them in carnal things. The WCC, World Council Churches, if you can put all that time in and listen to the broadcast for three hours, do you know you got duties to do? You got to do carnally duties to this ministry. Like if we got the land and you put those up, then you folks automatically say, well, I got the bulldozer. I, we can turn the grass over, turn the dirt over a little bit. Uh, we can do, we got extra 20 gallons of paint. We got extra plywood and drywall. See? So that's where you kick in at. So you have duties to do once you listen to this broadcast, and that's what Elder read earlier out of Second Timothy Make sure you understand to whom you have learned this from, and then you have duties to do. Now, you see what the Bible saying? Can we pick it up on the way? Okay. I'm dropping that bombshell down in that verse. So understand oh, what I'm saying? Sure. Give and take. We're going to do our part for you to understand how to unrattle your head for you be speaking properly. And you can tell when a person speaking properly in Yahweh, his he won't be all over the place. 
they be stable. They be very stable. Matter of fact, they're going to read that, and they're going to have a different type of spirit on them. Let's read that in 522. Uh, let's read that with a precept, Elder. We're going to, what? But I want uh, Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. Then we're going to precept that, Elder. See, one thing about it, we teach spirit led through thus says Yahweh. And we, if you hear this message in these days, that means Yahweh got you here in these last days. So these last days, you have to figure out one thing. What side are you going to be on? Are you going to be on Yahweh's side or the world's side? So that means you'll be on Yahweh's side. That means you'll do what the Bible tells you to do after you hear what the Bible tells you to do. You got it? Good. And, and the kind of spirit you're going to have is a, a Galatians 5.22. Let's talk about the spirit you're going to have, Elder. So, Elder, remember, when you watch, you watch them all from the page of the book. If they're about Yahweh's business, then how would they spirit to be according to the Bible? Galatians 5.22, what it say? Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith. You see that? See that? So, so if you mean, so if you in Yahweh, Elder, by you being one of the elders out of Camp 1, and when you watch According to the Bible, how do, like, the ones that's up on you, like the young lions and the members and stuff, what kind of spirit they're supposed to have when you look at them according to 522 of Galatians? Yep. 522, it says, but the fruit of the spirit they're supposed to is love, joy, peace, long-suffering. Gentleness, goodness, faith. Mm -hmm. So if you see one of the ones that have a backbiting, murmuring, complaint spirit, then you know one thing, they do not line up with the Bible here. See, then and that's, that's how you watch everybody from the page of the book. If they spirit do not line up with 5, 2, and 2, then you know something that's pushing them. Because if you led by Yahweh, what kind of spirit you going to have again, Elder, according to 522? Read it again, and now I come in it my, on my step again. Read it again what kind of spirit you will have in 522 of Galatians. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith. Mm -hmm. So you won't be all over the place. You won't be... Outside the gate, hollering, hollering out, you won't be stopping, running eyes all over the place, because when you when you recognize, then you said you said on the page of the book, the dangerous spirit you're supposed to have according to his Bible. See, see, once we understand that the Bible is right, the Bible gonna tell us what we got to do. Now David was the greatest man. In Israel, matter of fact, matter of fact, uh, what did David say, Elder? David made a profound statement 
and the 28th chapter, look what David said in First Chronicles 28. Look what David said in First Chronicles 28. He made a profound statement out of his mouth. What did David say in First Chronicles 28, verse 1 and so? Let's see what David said out of his own mouth. 28, verse 1 and 4. Well, Mr. Tibbs, Israel, what did David say in 1 Chronicles 28, verse 1 and 4? What did he say? In 1 Chronicles 28, verse number 1 and verse number 4. Verse 1 says, And David assembled all the princes of Israel, princes of the tribes and of the captains, and of the companies that ministered to the king by course, and the captains over thousands, of the thousands, and the captains over the hundreds, and the stewards over the substance and possessions of the king, and of his sons, with the officers, and with the mighty men, and with all the valiant men unto Jerusalem. God, God. But hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hell. This one got good now. So he got all the big dignitaries that's in leadership. David got all the big dignitaries in leadership, and we got to read straight on down behind this now. Now, that's big talk now, here. See, you hey, you you going to stumble on some again. So now we not, we got to read verse 2 and 3 to get down to verse 4. This big talk, hell. So now look what David did. See, David was an organizer, and that's the game changer right there. David was a organizer. David assembled all the princes of Israel, the princes of the tribe, the captains. So David is an organizer. But you know what? And all these spirits right now is back for these last days. And that, that's big talk right there. And this is big talk you're hearing now. Guess what? All the spirits of old is back for this final run. And you know who going to recognize all of them? By knowing their spirit when they come before the sitting seer. We'll know when the spirit of David, not the man himself in his Bible, but Yahweh done something in 12 verse 7. Hey, yo, I, I, I got to happen now. Spirit of Yahweh, they said, look and see, you don't bump, you don't got them, you got on something now. You might put a marker there, Elder. Let's read so, in the book called Ecclesiastes 12, verse 7. Because David's spirit, David the man himself, you know the ruddy, brownish complexion guy that can jump and poop a line, he, a, a line, grab one of his sheep. And, and David went over there and hit the line in his ear and made him let it go. David was a bad line. In Yahweh, we're going to find out something on the way of finding out something. So where are you going? Where are you going again, Elder? Where are you going now? You told me Ecclesiastes 12, chapter 7. I told you I'm taking notes now. Hallelujah. That's what I said. I'm going to take out time. We read earlier. The harvest is plenty, but the labors is fruit. He said, 
praise that Yahweh sent labels, but just not any kind of labels. The labels got to have a spirit of what we read now. See, any kind of labels that got the eyes in the corner, backbiter, murmur, complainer, you want to bypass them. You want the spirit of what we got through reading a minute ago in Galatians 5.22. That's how you build time in Yahweh. The Yahweh going to give the, over, the increase. We already read in 9.14, Yahweh going to be seen over you. But Yahweh is not going to be seen over you if you are murmur, backbiter, complainer, won't do your own thing, and you cannot follow leadership as it is written. When leadership shows what the Bible saying, all you folks says one eighteen twenty three of the book of Psalms. This is Yahweh's doing. It's marvelous in my eyesight. Now that's the game changer. And that's when you know Yahweh is making this move. That's the game changer right there. So now look now remember we're talking about David. He was an organizer. That what he were an organizer. But David is dead. But when we read 12 verse 7, it tells us something about David. What it says in 12 verse 7 of Ecclesiastes. Book Ecclesiastes chapter 12 verse 7. 7 says, Then shall the dust return to the earth as it was, and the spirit shall return unto Yahweh who gave you see that, Hill? David's body returned back to the ground, Elder. But guess what happened to David's spirit? The way David or David or dumb business, the way David had so much patience for his people. What happened to his spirit, Elder, according to 12 verse 7? It returned back to Yahweh. Returned to Yahweh. His spirit returned back to Yahweh. Yahweh took the breath out of his body in a changeable spirit, and he got it in his hand. David himself went back to the ground, but Yahweh had the spirit of David in his hand. That big talk. Look at the precept for this, the precept of this elder by going to 12, verse 13 of Daniel. Now, let's precept that, David, uh, Elder. Let's precept that. Because we want to let you know, when you tune into this ministry, it's just not another ministry. This is a ministry led by the four-letter man. And that very same hour, he'll give us what he wants us to talk about. That's why we go to make tapes. Well, what the topic is, you got to listen to the broadcast. We we know what we own, but Yahweh, he is the boss. He might say, yeah, we know you on tape 14, but certain things you got to understand. you in the last days. Everybody of old will be in the last days. But they're not going to know that they are, but somebody will know who they are by knowing the spirit of David. So that means the seal got to do the homework on what David's strength. And we found out David's strength was 
are organizers. In the 28th chapter of 1 Chronicles, and David assembled all the princes of Israel and the tribes and the captains and everybody. David was an organizer. You guess what? David's spirit is back right now. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen no David yet. I ain't seen it yet. I ain't seen it yet. But one spirit I have seen, I seen the spirit of, of Deborah. I seen the <laughs> spirit of Deborah. And Deborah is an organizer. So guess what I did? I spot the spirit of Deborah from the tone of her conversation. She is a organizer. I spot her spirit. You see that? So we clear that the spirit of Deborah, I have spotted that spirit. Spot the spirit yet. But I spot Deborah's. You see that? Then you know this thing is for real. Yahweh grabbed the spirit of old. He grabbed the also he grabbed the spirit of the wicked from old. They just don't get just only the, the good the good organizers. He gets the backbiters, murmurs, and the complainers too of old. He gets Numbers chapter sixteen. You got in Numbers sixteen, you got the backbiters, murmurs, and complainers, and Moses said, Hey, y'all come here, come here. We ain't coming nowhere, Moses. See that? Moses, why are y'all acting like this? He already gave you position, not well, we want your position. And you see what he do? That's in number 16. You see what they do? See, you know, they want to bump you off, and they've been learn from you, but then they want to bump you off. Yeah? Everybody that have, that came into the room, can, they all learn from me. But then once they have got four, five pieces of word, then they'll say, uh, I knew this all the time. You see that? Biggest lie ever told. Got a bunch of them saying that now. They got their little camps going on, and they'll say, where well, you learn all that from? Oh, I learned it from, from Yahweh. You ain't learned that. You learned it from the seal. See? But that's okay. That's on you. But we know the spirit of the Bible because Yahweh is going to show you who's his, like, he, like, he, like Moses said in the 16th chapter. He told them in the 16th chapter numbers, all the international scientists write it down. All the big dignitaries, they got together to come at Moses and Aaron. And Yahweh said, and Moses said, hey, uh, Yahweh is going to show you who he is and who not. Said, now, when you read it on your own 16th chapter, you'll learn a whole lot. So we watch the best of them pages of the book. See, we're here to help you, encourage you to come back to Yahweh's word. We don't want no pat on the back or a pat on the back is six inches from a, from a kick in the rear end. We're trying to show you how to get salvation, and you're not going to get salvation unless you're in order. What kind of order? The Bible. The Bible order. If you're not in Bible order, it's going to tell through your demeanor. You will not have the spirit of what the elder read in 522. 
you'll be a murmur, a backbiter, and a complainer. And that's not the spirit of the Bible. You see it? You'll be all over the place. And matter of fact, this will happen to your brains when you do not have the spirit of Yahweh. Nothing happened to your brains in 12 verse 30. Hey, yo, put a mark in there. Because you don't stumble on something else. I got to take care of it. So put a mark in there. Let's give me Matthew 12 verse 30. And we're coming back to what we own. So you, you got to lead according to where they give it to you. So especially you elders, you got to spot the, the, the members in the class to know what you're working with. If their spirit do not line up with the Bible, then you got to keep your eye on them and pray that their spirit lines up with the Bible. Do you have to always watch them because they might be in position always to let somebody from the outside come and drop in a suitcase down by their feet full of money and they start speaking in tongues to deliver you up. See, <laughs> oh, oh, brother, oh, oh, brother, he, he, I'm with you, I'm with you. They drop that suitcase down by his feet and, and, and open that money was in there. And he starts speaking the tongue. What you want me to say? You how, how you want me to lie? What you want me to do? He's looking at that money. See that? Got to watch all that elder. All this right here. The Bible tell you the whole story, what to look for. You got to be prepared to see it and watch everybody from the page of the book. You'll know the duels. And you know the murmurs, the backbiters, complainers, it's not of Yahweh. Because they're not going to line up this Bible. And if you're not lying with this Bible, you're not lined up with Yahweh. Got it? Good. So what, what, what you give me to read, Elder? Give me that. And this happened to your brain. This is what Yahweh said happened to your brains in 12, verse 30 Matthew. Now watch Yahweh. He can make a statement. Now what are you going to say? we all here together. What does it say in Matthew 12, verse 30? Book of Matthew, chapter 12, reading verse 30 says, He that is not with me is against me, and he that scattered, gathered not with me scattered abroad. You see that? He said, if you're not with me, you are against me. And if you don't gather with me, you will be scattered abroad. Where? In the brain. In the brain. Every time you open your mouth, you'll be a backbiter, murmur, and a complainer. You will not have the spirit of what Yahweh uh, El just got to read in Galatians 5, 22. You will be all over the place. We're going to show you how you recognize the spirit of, of David. And we're going to show you that I'm looking for David. I'm looking for David. I'm looking for David according to the Bible, not the one that carries the title. Oh, I'm David. Oh, I'm David. Yeah. That means you are. That means you are organizer. That means you know how to put you know how to put the leadership together, and give them their assignment with the right spirit. Then right. Oh no, I don't know how to do none of that. But what you know how to do? <laughs> I'll you off balance to trip you up. I I know. I know. I know. That's what you got. Catch me off balance and trip me up. That's right. You got to watch them. They carry them flowery titles. Well, you know, I'm a Nehemiah. 
You what? You Nehemiah. Nehemiah was a leader. He was an organizer. No, you don't fit that. See, that's why we come on this ministry, become humble. It's so many things you have to learn and prepare yourself for, and like we try to tell you about your health. You ain't got to be in that health condition if you apply what the word tell you do. You can build your liver up. You can build your uh, you can build all your inside body up. Cause you ain't got to worry about doctor. But you gotta apply the Bible the way the way it's told to you. Cause we found out when we read read again, oh uh, yeah, one more time. Read that Sarah two verse ten. This is what he said again in two verse ten. This is what Yahweh said to the seal. He said, hey, get down there and said, look, get down there and take care of this for me right here and put it right. Ain't nobody going to bring it up, but we're going to bring it up. Sirach, 2 verse 10. In the book of um, Sirach, looking at chapter 2, verse number 10. Book of Sirach, chapter 2. Reading verse number 10 says, Look at the generations of old and see did ever any trust in the Yahweh confounded or did any abide in his fear and was forsaken or whom did he ever despise that called upon him? You say, search the records. Show me who had his spear and was forsaken. And we read it earlier. That's why it's best to get in where you're fitting in it on time or go back over the tape later on on your own convenience. The fear of Yahweh is keeping his law, statutes, and commandments. He said, show me how they came up short, keeping the law, statutes, and commandments according to the Bible, and show me what they, they was confounded at. Show it to me. Show it to me. He says, show it to me. Well, what, what, what's their name? What group they're in? I'll tell you in a minute. It was a be- it was a better ministry anywhere on the on the planet Earth that can out teach Yahweh's voice of to his life. Tell me what the name of it is. What their name? If you tell me the, the broadcast or what it is, and I listened to it, and they use the name of the four letters with the precepts and with the four letters. Then I, I I direct the whole six anointed camps to that that ministry because I want to make sure I'm a, a Psalms 84 verse 12. Hey, Ella, what does say we can read in Psalms 84 verse 12 through 14? What can we read? What can we read in Psalms 84? I'm gonna tell you how I feel about this thing. See. Remember, the spirit of David. Look at David's spirit in 84, verse 12 through 14. Let's talk about David's spirit. Let's see what David says in 84, 12 through 14. Hey, Elder, what did he say that we can read? Psalms 84, 12 down to verse 14. In the book of Psalms, chapter 84, make sure I'm in the right book, chapter 84, looking at verse Number 12, stops at 12. Verse, verse number 12 says, O Yahweh of hosts, 
Blessed is the man that trusts in thee. I'm at uh, Psalms 84.12. Okay, ra- ra- raise your voice a little bit, Ella, but, but, uh, but you be heard real plainly. 84.12-14. Okay. It stops at verse 12 in, in chapter 84. Okay, well, what, what, what do 84.12 say? Uh, verse number 12 says, O Yaquah of hosts, blessed is the man that trusts in thee. That's all it say? That's all it say. Okay, well, I guess I got I got I got to put a um I got to put a Daniel a two sixteen on that one because I need more out of that. But um, evidently I got to come back there later. But we talking about David. That David one said that tonight. So you tonight you gave me eighty four twelve right. So I'm I'm gonna leave that like it is, Elder, because I need more out of that one because you see. If 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 it been if it was read, I mean you read the right way, no doubt about it. You done your part, but it's it's some more to that that I need to bring out. But right now, it don't defile me now, Elder. So I'm gonna leave I'm gonna leave that I'm gonna leave that just like it is, and come back with that because I'm not through with that one because that's that's a big birthday, Elder. But right now, let's go back and clip some of the markers we got, Elder. We go and clip okay. some of these markers we got. And yeah, Daniel. Yeah, Daniel. Come on back to come on back to Daniel. Uh, pull that Daniel out of what is it, twelve, thirteen? And we want to make sure oh, you understand well. that the spirit, the spirit of those in the Bible, the spirit of those in the Bible, they are here today. But you, but. We're gonna show you even the 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 backbiters of old, which was kin folks in the sixteenth chapter of Numbers. They spirit is back today. And they told Moses in the sixteenth chapter, Moses, Hey Moses, you take too much of yourself, Moses. All of us is holy, Moses. Why you take it you take too much out of yourself, Moses? And and and, and, they, and then Moses said, hey, y'all, come here for a minute. He said, we ain't coming nowhere, Moses. Now, Moses was 80 years old. And and, and they and they got all chesty with Moses. And, you know, Moses was 80 years old. Aaron was um, 84 and Miriam was 86. And his kinfolks said, told Moses in the 16th chapter of Numbers, they said, hey, Moses, you take too much of yourself, Moses. All of us holy. But we ain't not going to touch on that because we're going to touch on what we're touching on now. So remember, them same spirits is back today. And all and how you know they spirits back today? They always have tried to, to, to forget about what's written in 12, 18 to 21 of 1 Corinthians 12. See, they, they pay this no never mind. See, they never pay 1 Corinthians 12, 18 to 21. You know, they they would ignore what's written in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 18 down to verse 21. You know, what does it say? In the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 
reading verses uh, 18 to 21. Verse number 18 says, But now, but now had Yahweh set the members, every one of them in the body, as it had pleased him. 19. And if they were all one member, where, where is the body? Where is the body? 20. But now are they many members, yet but only one body. That's number 21. And the eye cannot say unto the hand, I have no need of thee, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. Mm-hmm. So what he's saying, because you're not the head, that'll mean you're not just as important as the eyes. You, oh, well, I'm not the head. Okay, but that means that don't mean you're not important when I'm just an arm. Okay, you're the arm. You're just as important as the eyes. See? See, once you we got to understand something, it's like a car saying, well, you know, I I'm not important because I'm up out of the bottom. I'm the mucker, the mucker. Well, you is important because if I crank this thing up and and uh, and, and, and you ain't and you ain't in place, the ticket man gonna come and tell me uh, you got to fix that. I'll go to jail and wrap me up two, three tickets. So you, although you not seen, but the muffler and the pipes is just as important as putting the key in the mission. Because if you crank that thing up and you and you make you get your neighbors mad with all that noise, they gonna call they gonna call uh Mr. Police on you, making all that noise, see? But that's how we that's how we are now in ministry. Everybody wanna bump the old seer out and the seer he he pulling for you to learn this word because we got a big job to do, but sitting around backbiting and murmuring and complaining. Until getting in where you fit in it, you know, then take credit for something that you ain't doing. You see? And we read earlier, if you listen to the broadcast, you got duties to do. You got duties to do. We got a big job ahead of us. If you in this time right now, then you got duties to do. And we're going to read your duties according to the Bible, and then we got to recognize the spirits that we're talking about right now, it was his David. See, David's spirit, we found out in 12, verse 7, Yahweh got his hand on David's spirit, but he also got his hands on all the spirits that was in the murmuring, backbiting, and complaining. They back too. So Numbers chapter 16 it talks about the kinfolks of Moses that had a position, but they want to backbite Moses. So Yahweh had to do do something big on them. So those that got here to hear, you go back and read Numbers 16, and you can find out that Yahweh is the one place who he wants to be placed in order. Okay? This is Yahweh's doing. And once you recognize this Yahweh's doing, then you won't be so quick to run the fat mouth on about something you don't like 
and the scripture going to tell you exactly what to do and what not to do. And when Yahweh is ready to replace the seer, he's going to do it. But look what he said in 12, 18 again, Elder. First Corinthians 12, 18. Listen to, listen to what the Bible says in 12, 18. Listen to this. First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 18. 18 says, But now had Yahweh set the members, every one of them in the body, as it had pleased him. So who do the placing, Elder? Who plays who in position? Who do the placing? According to verse 18. Yahweh. Yahweh. Yahweh do the placing. See that? See Yahweh do the see Yahweh do the placing. Now how do Yahweh do it? Now that's that's that. Now that's a, a million dollar question. How do we do it? How do we do it? Let's precept the Bible and see how he do it. Let's go to Numbers chapter eleven, verse sixteen. Let's see how he do it. Let's see how do how well, how do it? you think Yahweh come down here personally, tips you in order? No. See what you do, you precept your Bible and you find out how he works. Remember we're dealing with David. We're showing that the spirit of David is back. And, but, but the spirit of David is back in somebody's body. And how you recognize the spirit of David is back? By what did David, what was his strength? And we found out in First Chronicles 28, David was an organizer. He, he put men together. He put women together. He, he was a leader. See? That's what David was. And we can go further in the in the first Corinth I mean first Samuel fifteen. He was a man after Yahweh's own mind. So now that's big that's big talk. So when a person you when a person come and say, What is your biblical name? He said, My biblical name is David. Your biblical name is David. Ah, my goodness. That means you are a big time organizer, ain't you? No, I don't organize nobody. I'm all I'm all up in, in my feelings. See that? You see you just say, I'm all up in my feelings. Well, why are you using a, a great biblical name as David, knowing that you all up in your spirit, your your feelings? No, you can't be you you can't be saying you David. No. Because if you say you David, then we looking for you to be uh uh, Chronicles 28, verse 1, an organizer. See that? You see that, Elder? So you got to catch all this stuff. You, you got to watch them, Elder, when they, when they call them, them uh, what your biblical name is. And then they say, my biblical name is this. I said, why are you using that name? You are, you fuck from that ass east, east, the west. <laughs> oh, boy. So, so we got a lot of work to do, Elder. And see, we got to watch them, Elder, from the page of the book. You got to watch them. Now, what we get ready to read, Elder? What we read? Well, the last we left off on was Numbers eleven sixteen. Oh uh, yeah, okay, excellent, excellent. That, that, that let me know you uh you pay attention to those sales. You know, you know a lot of a lot of them don't pay the sales on their mind. So you call the verse and they and they mess around and they, I, I I appreciate that Elder. So now we we can watch. You think Yahweh sit come down and sit you in place? You think that is how he works? 
That's how you think he worked, don't you? That's finally how he worked. Now back, read, now back up. Let's, let's get the conversation going on. We in Numbers chapter 11. Pick it up around by verse number 12. Let's see if we walk in for the national audience to understand something. That Moses brought the children of Israel out of Mizraim called Egypt. Moses, he brought them out. Listen at this in verse 12. Let's read a little bit. What does it say? Verse 12. Numbers, Numbers chapter 11. Verse 12. Number 12 says. Yeah. 12 says. What does it say? Have I conceived all those people? Have I begotten them that thou shouldst say unto me, carry them in thy bosom as a nursing father bears a suffering child unto the land which thou swear unto their fathers? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where would where should I have where should I have flesh to give unto all this people? For they weep unto me, saying, Give us flesh that we may eat. Fourteen. I am not able to bear all this people alone, because it is too heavy for me. Verse number fifteen. And if thou Deal thus with me. Kill me, I pray thee, out of this land. If I have found favor in thy sight, let me not see my wretchedness. Yes, hold that one, Elder. Hold that one. So you see what happened? Today Adam frustrated Moses, so that's why I feel Osea going to frustrate him. Because he, he see the days of old, he ain't going to let you. You might be a backbiting, murmur, complainer. But see, ain't gonna pay you no never mind on that. On, on he hope that you repent and get back straight. See, Moses got frustrated. So Moses, he said, these people complaining, complaining big time against me. You know, you know I'm, you know I started my ministry. Whatever he's saying, you brought me back. I'm already in my early eighties, and and they and they got me. They got me now. Look here. This, this is not a curse for me messing around these people called the children of Israel, the Israelites. He's just going to kill me. All right. So now, so now, Yahweh is listening to Moses. So now, Yahweh can always let you bump your guns. So now, Moses bumping his guns. And what happened next? In verse, in next verse. What happened in the next verse? Next verse, 16. And the Yahweh said unto Moses, Gather unto me 70 men of the elders. Of Israel, and thou knowest to be the elders of the people, and officers over them, and bring them unto the tabernacle of the congregation, that they may stand there with thee. Uh-huh. Next verse, seventeen. And I will come down and talk with thee there, and I will take of the spirit which is upon thee. And put it upon them, and they shall bear the burden of the people with thee, that thou bear it not thyself alone. Hey, that's right. Hold on, Elder. I got to get in there. Now, see that, Elder? So now you see what we're reading? Now, that's big talk you just got to read, Elder. So now Moses said, listen, these people are too rough for me. They're too heavy for me. Kill me outright. I'm, these folks, they wear me. They got my, they got my hands taken all over the place. Look here. 
He said, I'll tell you to do, Moses. After Moses bumped his gone real good, he said, Moses, look out there among the 12 tribes of Israel and get me 70 men and bring them down to the temple, tell them about the temple, and I'm going to come down. But listen, listen what he said. Listen, listen what he said now. I'm going to take the same spirit that's on you, Moses, and I'm going to put it on them. The same spirit that you got, Moses, I'm going to put on them. But you won't bear this burden alone. So now, Moses had to look out there among the 12 tribes of Israel and find out 70 men that he trusted told Moses, bring them down to the meeting place. And I'm going to come down, Moses, and take the same spirit that you got, Moses, and I'm going to put it on them. So listen. Now you see, you got to work with them. So now, we look at the same today. The seer got to look out there around the world and see the spirit that he have and see who come close to the spirit that the seal got to know what I'm working with. So we know you ain't going to be a bag by the murmuring complainer and always a grouch because I ain't got that kind of spirit. I'd be somewhere aligned with the spirit that I have. And I'm just like an energy ball. I love me some dust as y'all So the same people that got me put in place on position. It ain't about seniority. They got to love them some yakwa just as good as to see or do it even better. I mean, you do it better. I lose yakwa to do it better. I, I love it. I love to sit back and watch the best of them jump up and down. You know, if I can help them, I help them. But see, now we see what we got to work with. So now we see that yakwa is not coming down to put nothing on you. That responsibility, according to numbers, is the seer's responsibility. The seer got to look out and see who have the spirit of old to make this thing work today. He got to watch everybody on the page of the book. Got nothing to do with seniority. It's your spirit got to be right, and y'all are going to intervene on those whose spirit is right. Because everybody of old is back now. But the only way you're going to recognize them is through the Bible. Because when you say you are this person of the Bible, then I'm going to be looking for you to do what this person did of the Bible. David was an organizer. So when brothers start hollering about the house of David and the and all that. Wait a minute. They were walking out. You see? So now, we know clearly that you got a fiery title and you're not organizing anything. You ain't even using the right name. See? So you see? Big job. Now, look, look what Yahweh said in verse 23 behind that elder. Look what Yahweh told Moses. He's going to tell Moses something. What did he tell Moses in verse 23? 23 says, we're still in Numbers chapter 11, reading verse 23. 23 says, And the Yahweh said unto Moses, 
Is the young wife's hand waxed short? Thou shalt see whether my word shall come to pass unto thee or not. You see that? He said, he said, I don't have alligator arms. He said, I don't have short arms, Moses. I'm telling you what to do, how to do it. And if you try and do it the way I tell you to do it, it's going to work for you. My arms are not short. Huh? My arms are not short. I told you to go <laughs> look out there and find me 70 men that got the, that, that you, that you know that is a law keeper, commandments and all that, you go look out there and you, you get them seven. And you bring them down to the place or the meeting, and I'm going to come down. And what he say in verse 24 and 25? Listen to what Yahweh say. He said, my hand is not short, Moses. And that's the same thing we're doing right now. We're looking all over the world right now for those who understand this Bible is right. And Yahweh don't change. The same spirit is back now. He tell you in the book called, um, what's that book called? The book called Malachi 3, verse 6. He's something saying today, yesterday, and forever. If you want to know what Yahweh is doing today, you look back at yesterday. That's what you do. Hebrews 13, verse 8. You want to know what he's doing today? You look back at yesterday. Same thing. That's a precept of it. So we know how to build what needs to be done. We just got to watch you from the page of the book and see who's going to step up from the page of the book to get in what he's been in according to the scripture. Eh? That's what we're looking for. you watching you. Yeah, you. From the pages of the book. Because we got the game changer, which is the Bible. And you got to understand about the other nations. And last night's lesson you, you, if you take last night's lesson and tie it in, then you'll be in the driver's seat and things won't just follow you so fast and you won't be off balance to not know what you're supposed to do in these last days now. See, the big, this is, see, hold up, let me get a precept on that, Elder. Let's go to um, Deuteronomy chapter 4. Now, he said, yeah, see, you're talking pretty good. I want you to put a precept on that, see, okay. Deuteronomy 4. Here goes a precept. Let's look at 4 verse 1. Hey, precept. See, you talk long enough, then, the, then you hear a small, still voice to come in your ear. He said, yeah, see, you're talking pretty good. Why don't you put a precept with that? Yeah, that's right. 4 1 says what? Of Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy chapter 4, reading verse number 1, says, now, therefore, hearken, O Israel, unto the statutes and unto the judgments which I teach you, or to do them, that ye may live, and to go in and possess the land which the Yahweh of your fathers giveth to you. Giveth you. Okay. Okay, good. Now, skip down to verse number, number what did he say he did in five? What did he say, well, what did we do in five? Verse number five. Five says, Behold, I have taught you statutes and judgments, even as the Yahweh, my Yahweh, commanded me, that you should do so in the land whether you go to possess it. So what do we what do leadership supposed to teach you what 
held them, according to verse 6, where they both teach you what? Verse number 6 says, Therefore, 6 says, Keep therefore and to do them, for this is your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the nations, which shall hear all these statutes and say, Surely this great nation is a wise and understanding people. So what is your wisdom? The Bible. This is your wisdom inside of the nation. This is a game changer. It's not how, how fast you run, how you jump, or how you can calculate numbers. The wisdom of the Bible is you understand what the Bible is saying and applying it to help others. This is your wisdom is the Bible in the sight of the nation. This is how you take care of business. This is how you recognize who's who from the pages of his book. Because it's plainly, he makes a statement. As a matter of fact, we see a daughter of Israel came on stage. We might as well bring old daughter in. She's she, she ready to holler in that mic, and, and maybe she might find my grandbaby somewhere close by, and she might get a, a hallelujah while in it, too. I like that. Let's see if we bring in a um, daughter of Israel. Let's bring the daughter of Israel in. And and we know somewhere my grandbaby is somewhere close by, too. We might even hear from my grandbaby tonight. I don't know. Daughter of Israel. Yaqwa, BJC, right? And Yaqwa, bless you, Seer of Sea Royal. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, just, I just got a question for you. If my grandbaby is close by uh, to getting that microphone a little bit later on. Huh, daughter? Hey, daughter. Is my grandbaby close by? Hallelujah, Yaqua. Hallelujah, Yaqua's here. You see that? Now, did you hear that? Now, you hear that? So, you see, see, this is what I'm trying to tell you. That's why I keep telling you. Listen, this ministry here is going to be the ministry to take care of the business. Land School Banquet Hall Radio Station. I'm telling you something. Because, remember, the elders is on their way out. They still think they can go up, up, and away, and they're going past the stars, moon, and sky. That's the arrow. The one that's in the temples, that's coming out the temples, thinking, thinking things that they don't even know who they are. So we got a big job to hit ahead of us. That's why we got to understand, we got to recognize these spirits of old. They are back now. It, it ain't no brand new babies. Them spirits of old is back. And you got to recognize these spirits on this last run. And one thing we cannot do, uh, daughter of Israel, we can't. We, we cannot be a, a Saint John seven twenty four. We cannot be a Saint John seven twenty four. Hey, hey, daughter, what is saying seven twenty four or Saint John? Fear, get. I have to pass this one. I'm getting ready, and I get the next one. Hallelujah, okay. All right, all right. Hey, yo, what do it say in 724? And, and you're going to get my grandbaby on a little bit later. She's going to get in the microphone. This is a big job ahead of us. So we got to recognize these spirits of old and get this thing set up. 
Because if you keep on talking about the land school, banquet hall, and radio station, Yahweh will tell you in 417, it's going to come to pass. It's going to come to pass. He said, just keep talking about it, and it's going to come to pass. Hey, look, what does it say that we can read in uh, 724 St. John? St. John chapter 7, reading verse 24, says, Judge not according to the appearance, but judge righteous judgment. You see that? And, and look what we do. And our relationships, how we judge the relationships. <laughs> you got go. Look at that one. I got to have that. Oh, this will hit and help me out on one of my positions on my job, get me in a better position in my job. Look at look at this. He made a judgment cause of appearance. And he tell you that's not to do that. You don't make a judgment on your relationship based upon appearance. You judge your relationship on righteous. But you know what we do? We judge because somebody said, yes, ma'am, and yes, sir. Eh? And they got a better position, and they're making a long figures of moolah. But the Bible tells you that you don't do it that way. If you're in a relationship, the Bible tells you what kind of relationship to be in to avoid punishment in 721 of 2nd Ezra. If you're in a relationship, what kind of relationship you're supposed to be in? Then you've got to be in a ministry that shows you what kind of the Bible relationships. Let's read real quick, Adam. Let's run to uh, Luke chapter 1, verse 5 and 6. Let me show you a Bible relationship. You want to be in a, a it's, it's even it be trouble in that, but at least you follow in a Bible. But you understand this? You've got to follow this Bible. You can't judge cause appearance because he got a washboard stomach today and she got a Coca-Cola figure today because tomorrow both of them ain't going to be there. Like, like one of the ills told me a long time ago, he said, you know what she say? What did she say? Uh, you going to miss all of this. You going to miss all of this. <laughs> you see that? You going to miss all of this. Listen, see, I understand one thing. This, the Bible, is your roadmap to salvation. Everything we see according to 2 Corinthians 4.18 is temporarily. It's going to be here today and gone tomorrow. Them same washboard stomachs you see, it's here today, it's gone tomorrow. That Coca-Cola figure is here today and it's gone tomorrow. But what's going to stand is his word. This is what's going to stand, the word of Yahweh. Well, you're going you gonna to miss all of this. If you don't do right, you're going to miss all of this. <laughs> Ain't that something? Yeah. Luke chapter 1, verse 5 and 6, where's the hell? Okay, in the book of Luke. Chapter 1, reading verse number 5 says, There was in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zechariah, of the course of Avid, and his wife was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. Six. Verse 6. 6. Verse 6. 
make a note of that. Verse number six. And they were both righteous before Yahweh, walking in all the commandments, the Torah instructions, and ordinances of the Yahweh blameless. They was both righteous. Well, what what that would better have you got oh well that better have over there somewhere see. No, it don't work like that. He has a recipe for disaster right there. Because then you and if you're in a relationship, you both got to be on the same page. You both got to be on the same page. Walking in the law, statute and commandments, blameless. That's what we teach out of the six anointed counts. If you got a better half, where you better have that. You both got to be righteous. Okay? That's how you grow together. That's how you age together. You both got to be righteous. See, we got to follow all these things. And we got to teach the ones that's in the pamphlets, out of the pamphlets, what to look for. Don't look for little Jimmy because he can jump high and his feet will start growing past his size. No. See, we be in class learning how to treat his better half through the scripture. See, is she in class learn how to treat her better half according to the scripture? Really? Think that what we that what we gonna teach? We are gonna show you what the Bible relationships is, because the relationship we get into and run down a city hall, it ain't got nothing to do with Yahweh. Yahweh is not gonna he's not gonna honor nothing you did down in city hall. Nothing. He's going he's gonna to honor what you did in this Bible. Now, let me get a case in point. Now, my daughter, when you, when you read, let's say hallelujah, when you read the bread, do some reading. Now, hallelujah, hallelujah, all right, all right, daughter. Now, daughter, we're going to show you something about relationships, what to look for, because what we think we all done something about running down the city hall and now we on we in a relationship. But look what he says in the fiftieth chapter, verse sixteen, and we'll read to get our point. Now, now, here the here it is now. But we're gonna run down a city hall and we're gonna backdoor this thing and but you gonna you gonna ignore the Bible. Let's see what he got written, daughter. We're going to Numbers chapter I mean Psalm chapter fifty. Figure verse sixteen. We'll read a little bit. Let's see what we can get out of this. Pick up verse 16. Psalms chapter 50, verse 16. Daughter of Israel. My daughter, get ready to do some reading. I'm Where is the here. I'm getting there. All right. Okay. The elder's going to take like three minutes blink. Oh, brother's here while she's reading. I'll be like three minutes blink. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, All right. I have my daughter to hold. Hold on and grandstand. I got a grandbaby on the sideline, so take your time and, and get that hot herbal tea back ready. Cause we gonna be still got some more time left. What is what, what is it at all? Psalm chapter I have 50. Psalms chapter fifty, verse sixteen. Yeah, but unto the though? wicked of Yahweh says, What hast thou to do? Declare my statutes. Or that thou shouldest take my covenant in thy mouth. Uh-huh. Hey, hey, daughter. Hey, well, wait a minute. 
But see, you cut the seed off. Make sure you take a deep breath. Let the seed get in there first, then then crank up behind. Read the verse again for the national audience to really hear what you just got to read. Let me set this up first. The angel have came from heaven. And the angel was sent down to David to tell David put something in the book about the wicked. He said, put this in the book about the wicked. That's what he said, daughter. Now call that verse out again and 50 verse 16. Come on, daughter. I have Psalm chapter 50, mm-hmm. verse 16. Mm-hmm. But unto the wicked, Yahweh says, What hast thou to do to declare my statutes, or that thou shouldest take my covenant in thy mouth? Now you see what he's saying? So he's saying that the, the wicked should not even have my covenant in their mouth. See, the wicked will tell you, when you come down there in city hall, you put your hand on the Bible, and you do this and you do that. The wicked will say that. He just said the wicked, you ain't got no, you ain't got no business to be having my covenant coming out your mouth, wicked. And that what he said, daughter. And that what he said, in verse sixteen, daughter. Okay. Now what he say in seventeen? Now the angel is telling David in one thousand B.C about the wicked. It wasn't in David's time. It was in our time to be able to spot the wicked. Verse 17, daughter, what does it say? Psalms chapter 50, verse 17. Seeing thou hadest instruction and castest my words behind thee. He said you hated instruction. And what you have did is cast my words behind your back. That's what he said the wicked did, hey, daughter. He said you hated instruction. And what you have did, you have cast my word behind your back. That means when I got written this Bible, you ain't doing nothing I tell you to do. You're doing your own thing. And what he called them? The wicked. The wicked. Hey, daughter, that's what he said, the wicked. Now what That's we want to do? That's what he says here. That's what he said. Wicked. Now, daughter, put now put a marker there. Put a marker in there. Put put a marker. Go get some kind of marker and put in there. We got to find out. Well, who this wicked you talking about? That don't supposed to have my covenant even coming out your mouth. We got to find out who this wicked is. We got to find out, daughter. Hey, we got to find out who this wicked don't supposed to even have my covenant even come out your mouth. That means you probably have this Bible in your hands, not at all. We're going to find out. How are we going to find out? Through the precepts. We're going to find out, daughter. So you can put a mark on that, daughter. I did, sir. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's go to Second Thessalonians chapter 4. We're going to, we're going to the book called Second Thessalonians chapter 4. We want to find out something, daughter. Tonight, you see, you, 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 and grandbaby, get ready now, because you're going you to holler in the microphone a little bit shortly. So now, in, 
In the book of Second Thessalonians, we'll make it first. Is that what I want? What I want, though, let me see what I want. Yeah, I want Second Thessalonians chapter two, though. Know what I want? First Thessalonians chapter two. And look at verse number eight. Second Thessalonians chapter two, verse number eight. What what is that, uh, daughter? What it says in Second Thessalonians chapter two, verse eight. Now we can't identify this wicked. He says, the angel said to David, "You wicked, you should not you." You you don't even have my cousin come out your mouth. The last, you know why? Because you ain't going to do right. You're going to lie like a rug on everything I'm saying. So he told David to put it in the book that the wicked have no business running their mouth and making any decisions according to his Bible. He said the wicked. Now, who's this wicked? We can see can identify this wicked there, daughter. Second Thessalonians 2, verse 8. What it say? I'm in the second. Do you call it still the second testimony? Yeah, uh, uh, T-H-E-S-S, T-H-E-S-S-A-L-O-N-I-A-N-S. Second Thessalonians, chapter 2, verse 8. T-H-E-S-S. A L O N I A N S. See, one thing about it, well, my daughter should come, she'll get in the microphone and holler. You got a lot of educators out there. They they will sit on the sideline and, and peep behind the curtain. Get in where you've been in at. I, I'm, I'm waiting on this um, Spanish uh, sister to come on the broadcast. She says she can speak good Spanish and English. Well, come on the broadcast then. Let us, let us, let's hear some of your work. It's about, because about, we got a lot of Spanish that, that, you know, that say, well, I, you know, they say, Sarah, I don't understand me. I don't understand me. What do you mean? You, you understand me? Well, yeah. So those that speak Spanish, come on the broadcast and, and read in English then quote it back in Spanish. Help the people out. That might be your lot. You might have been born to do that. Don't just say I can speak Spanish and ain't come to the broadcast. Come on the broadcast and get in where you fit in at. It's all about nation building again. But in order, this is about nation building. I got to spot everybody that's about this book. You found 2 verse 8 yet, daughter? Hallelujah. All right. What, what did 2 verse 8 say? And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom Yahweh shall consume with the righteous spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Mm-hmm. That big verse now. Wait a minute, dog. Now, let's, dog, let's talk for a minute. If that wicked is it capitalized, is it capitalized? 
when you look at that wicket in your Bible, is it do you got a capital W on it? I do, sir. You see a capital W. A so capital it says, W. That wicked. So this we we know we know what it says in five nineteen. We already know what it says in first John five nineteen. Put a marker there. So we, we understand what it says and come back here again, daughter. But we are we clear what it says in five nineteen um first John on the right side of the book. What do it say, daughter? Five nine come back here again. You know, five nineteen. But this right here specific saying and then shall that wicked. But this is right here is a specific wicked. You know, like for example, you know like you're in a police lineup, you say now uh, my purse has been stolen. And uh I know what it looked like. Okay. I think we found the man with your purse. But what we're going to do, we're going to put him in the lineup along with about nine other people. And then you point out which one of these ten, the one that taking your purse. Now, you're looking through a two-ray mirror at him, and you look at all of them, and you will say, that one right there, that one. That's the same thing we're going to find out about who is that wicked. Because we know clearly what daughter getting ready to read in 519, first John. Hey, daughter, what you getting ready to read in 519? I'm in the book of First John, chapter 5, verse 19. And we know that we are of Yahweh, and the whole world lieth in wickedness. So you see, we clear the whole world lies in what, what, daughter? Wickedness. So we clear about that. So we know the whole world lies in wickedness. So we can't lock up everybody. But we looking, we looking to try and find out who is that wicked. This is the wicked we're looking for. The one that got his covenant in his mouth that should not have in his mouth. This is a, a capitalized wicked. This is the wicked one you want to find out about. Now, once you find out about this wicked, then you in business. Then you know how to make adjustments at the time of pointing. Because this is a buff. This is that wicked. So that wicked should not have Yahweh's covenant coming out of his mouth. That wicked. And that will read, daughter. Hallelujah, here. All right. Now come back to come back to Second Thessalonians chapter two, verse eight again, daughter. Come back and read and come back and read that again. Now make emphasis on like a line of that wicked. That is the wicked red there. That's the one I'm talking about red there. Read it again, two verse eight. The Thessalonians. Thessalonians chapter oh. two verse Thessalonians chapter two verse eight. And then shall the that wicked be revealed, whom Yahweh shall consume with the righteous spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy 
with the brightness of his coming. Mm-hmm. Not, not, not. So, so daughter, it is a, a particular wicked that he wants you to know about. Is that right, daughter? Hallelujah, All right. Hey, Elder, Elder when, you, when you're back ready, just say hallelujah, I know, I know you're back ready. Just say hallelujah, uh, Daughter, let's run to uh, the book of Psalms. Let the angel kind of help us out a little bit. And let the angels tell us some more about that wicked. We're going to the book of Psalms there, daughter. And we're going to see, can we, in the 17th chapter, verse 13. Now here comes the angel, still talking to David. Look what, look, what, look what he said to David in 17, verse 13. Psalm 17, 13. That wicked. That wicked. 17, 13. What he said? What said, though? Psalm seventeen thirteen. You find it, Here, did you say chapter seventeen, verse thirteen? Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. What it said in seventeen thirteen? Okay. I wanted to. Seventeen thirteen. Chapter seventeen, verse thirteen. Arise, O Yaqua, disappointment him cast him down, deliver my soul from the wicked which is the thy source. Ain't that something? You 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 grand baby read? You, you, did you hear see grand baby read? She said, Look here. She read um this wicked is his sword. It's God's word, the wicked. He said, the wicked, you ain't got no business have my covenant in your mouth. Wicked. So, so Yahweh is letting you know whatever the wicked got going on, he ain't honoring the wicked. Because the wicked don't probably have a covenant coming out even out of his mouth. That's big, that's big business. Hey, grandbaby, let's, let's run back to Mama already got a marker in the 50th chapter. Verse number 18 of Psalms. So we're coming back to 50, verse 18. She's going to let my grandbaby do a little read. That's probably telling you, listen, support this ministry right here. Because let me tell you something. When your grandbabies and your children get past pamphlets, they, they, they burnt out already. That one I say, and I'm messing up so bad, they looking at everything as out of green glasses. They don't know who they are, and they don't know the man's name. And that's why we're going to set up a school, banquet hall, radio station, big temple, for, and get the teachers in place to help our elderly that's on their way out and the young ones that's coming in. The book going to stop at Yahweh's voices of the two Israelites. We're going to take care of this business. But you got to do your part. Deathless you are by hearing the word of Yahweh. So get in where you fit in at. 
Come on, grandbaby, let's do a little read. Let's read in uh, Psalm 50, verse 18, what it say. Go on, do a little read. Okay, Psalms. 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 Chapter 50, verse 18. When thou sweetest with sawest a thief, then thou a cousin wouldst him. Wait a minute, you in 50? 50, verse 18. Yeah, you're right. Yes, you're right. Okay. 50, verse 18. He says, when thou sawed a thief. You're right, you right, grandbaby. You went, okay. When you, go ahead. Okay. When thou sawest a thief, then thou a consistent with him and hast been partaker, partaker yeah, part with Alters. Mm-hmm. Adulterers. Adulterers. Mm-hmm. That's right. You're right. Verse 19. What it say, Grand Baby? Verse 19. Thou givest thy mouth, thy mouth to evil, and thy tongue the deceit. It's praying to deceit. He said now, he says wicked. Look at his hey, Grand Baby. He said it's wicked, thou tongue Frame it, deceit. That means all that come out their mouth, the wicked, that wicked mouth is deceit. All that come out his mouth is deceit. What he says, what he said in verse number 20, grandbaby. Thou sittest and speakest against thy brother. Thou slanderest thine own mother's son, thy own mother's son. Oh, that red right there. Now, red right there. Red right there, grandbaby. Red right there. Red right there. Now we got our number. This is what you call a detected biblically investigation. We got to investigate this wicked now. So now you gave me enough information about this wicked, what to investigate. You said, what this wicked, what this wicked going to do then, and that same wicked is here today, they're going to be a verse 20 wicked. They're going to be a verse 19 and 20 wicked. Let me see what it says in 19. Thou givest thy mouth to evil, and thy tongue frames deceit. 20. Thou sittest and speakest against thy brother. Thou slander thy own mother's son. And now, but who do all this again? A grandbaby. Who do all this again in verse number 16? Who do all this again? Fear, she stepped away for a little while. Would you like me to pick up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you pick up verse 16. Okay, I'm in the book of Psalms. Hallelujah. Book of Psalms, chapter 50, verse 16. But unto the wicked, Yahweh says, What hast thou to do? Declare my statutes, or that thou shouldest take my covenant in thy mouth. Mm-hmm. Good. That's, that's good enough. So now we find out that, that who supposed to not be speaking is who? Daughter? The wicked. The, the wicked, wicked ain't got yeah. no business having a Bible in their hand. Not the wicked. 
All right, yo, let's come on back. Come on back, yo. So we clear. So we'll leave it. We'll leave it right on the table. Clear. And you got to tune in and another broadcast and find out more. But you clear that it is that wicked. And we talk about that wicked, you talking about that nation wicked. It's a it's a particular nation is wicked. And that nation have no business having Yahweh's covenant coming out their mouth. That wicked got no business with the Bible in their hand because they're gonna lie about it like a rug. And matter of fact, Elder, this is what they're going to do in 58 verse 3. They're going to do a 58 verse 3 of Psalms, Elder. This is what they're going to do. And they're going to pass it down, Elder, 58 verse 3 of Psalms. They're going to pass it down. What is that? What are they going to pass down in 58 verse 3, Elder? Okay, in the book of Psalms, looking at um, chapter 58. Reading verse number three. Yep, verse number three says, The wicked are estranged from the womb, entangled from the womb. They go astray as soon as they be born, speaking lies. He said they are astray from the womb. He said, Come out the the womb line. When they when they get hit on their back or their backside, they they lined in. They before they even cry, they lie. He said, by the time he spank them on the back part, they lie first, then they start crying. See? They lie first, then they'll start crying. He said, "Oh, the wicked to do." <laughs> he said, oh, the wicked to do. So the wicked will start lying before he start crying. But we don't leave we don't leave that we don't leave that right there. Let's go back to uh identifying something elder. Now we found out that uh David David is an organizer. So when they come to you and say, Well you say, Well now you gotta look in the bottom and get your biblical name and they'll say, Well, I wanna be David. No, you gotta be break it down, wait a minute. No, you wanna be David because David is an organizer. And, 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 and the way you talking now, you all about yourself. You know, you gotta be, you gotta give up yourself and be organized. So now, in the book of Psalms, so we watch them elder when they come in and say, "Well, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give me a bigger name. And I'm gonna call myself. Uh, I'm gonna call myself. No, don't call yourself that because you gotta be organized with that name." Because David made a profound statement, Elder, in the fifty-first chapter of Psalms. David, he, this is this, David showed what kind of person he are in Psalm fifty-one. So when he said, "I want to be," I got the spirit of King David on me. Okay. Okay. Let's see. What can we read about King David's spirit? Let's go to Psalm 51, and we'll pick up verse 1, Elder. And let's, let's see what he says. We'll read a little bit. Let's, find, let's read enough to understand the spirit of David. And see, somebody got to recognize the spirit of David, but this is how David operated 
and 51 verse 1. Let's read a little bit, Elder. Psalm 51 verse 1. Let's read a little bit. Book of Psalms, chapter 51, reading verse number 1, says, Have mercy upon me, O Yahweh, according to thy loving kindness, according to the multitude of thy tender mercies. Blot out my transgressions. Two, wash me thoroughly from my sins and cleanse me from my sins. Three, for I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Four, against thee, the only, I have sinned and done this evil in thy sight, that thou mightest be justified when thou speakest, and be clear when thou judgest. Five, behold, I will sharpen and and in sin did my mother conceive me. Six, behold thy desire of truth in the inward parts, and in the hidden part thou shalt make me know wisdom, make me to know wisdom. Seven, flourish me with his up, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Eight, make me to hear joy and gladness, that the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. Nine, hide thy face from thy sins, and blot out all thine mine equities. Ten, create me a clean mind, O Yahweh, and renew my right spirit within me. Eleven, cast me not away from thy presence, and take not thy righteous spirit from me. Twelve, restore unto me the joy of thy salvation, and upon me with the free spirit, thy free spirit. Thirteen, mm-hmm. then I will... Good. Uh, good, Elder. Read verse 8 and 10 again, Elder. Verse 8 and 10. 8 and verse 10. Got it. Hallelujah. Verse number eight says, Make me to hear joy and gladness, that the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. Ten, create in me a clean mind, O Yahweh, and renew a right spirit within me. You see that? So now, so now we send the spirit of David. You see what David, you see what David said he wanted? See, David asked for no, uh, a couple of dollars or nothing. He asked for you to get my spirit right, get me right in you. So that's the spirit of David. So now, so we found he's an organizer too, uh, Elder. So now, when somebody say, well, you know, I'm in the spirit of David, then you say, then you say well, not according to this Bible. You're not according to this Bible because, uh, first of all, if you're the spirit of David, you just read it. So now let's go back to that 28th chapter of Chronicles, day, uh, Elder. So now we understand now, when, remember, all these spirits is back now. All these spirits is back. And uh, you read verse 28 of First Chronicles 28. Now we got you similar all this 
the men together. Let's see what he said in verse 2. What he said in 28 verse 2. 28 verse 2. What he said in 28 verse 2 there, Elder? 28 verse okay, 2. Okay, what book? We're still in, still in Chronicles 28 verse 2. We're going to see what, what he says in 28 verse 2. We'll take care of that wicked tomorrow on the top part of Saturday. Now, we clear that it's a wicked that don't supposed to be having his mouth gone because he slandered his brother. <laughs> you see that? It's wicked. He slandered his brother. So I know a lot of people got suspicious of behind that one. But um, we'll leave it like that. Because like I said, again, we're on, we on the airways tomorrow at 730. And we'll get back on it again, you know. But the wicked got to be revealed. And and one of his trace marks of old, he slandered his brother. So his trace mark of today would be the same spirit. He dropped that same spirit back into the world today. Every spirit of old, whether it's good or bad, is back now. And how you recognize the spirit of old? The wicked, he's going to slander his brother. He's always going to slander his brother. That's what he's going to do. What's the reading now? You gave me... Um... 28 verse 2 of Chronicles. Uh, which one? First or second? Yeah. Yeah, first Chronicles 28. You, now, we, we find out that David is an organizer. And David said, you can take everything away from me, just don't take that righteous spirit, that joyful spirit from me. See, David, we can read, but David danced for Yahweh. David had the right spirit in him. You know, so David was all good. So, so that's that's the sign of David coming. We gonna recognize David from the face of the book. We gonna recognize a whole lot of people from the face of the book. We gonna recognize the organizer. David is an organizer. Verse two, twenty-eight, verse two. Verse number two says, "Then David upon his feet and said, Hear me, my brothers, and my people, and my people.'" As for me, I had my mind to build a house of rest for the Ark of the Covenant of the Yahqua and for the footstool of our Yahqua and had made and had made ready for the builders. Three. Three. But the Yahqua said unto me, Thou shalt not build a house for my name because thou hast been a man of war and has shed blood. Verse 4. How that the Yahweh of Israel choose me before all the house of my father to be king over Israel forever. For he had chosen Judah to be the ruler and of the house of Judah, the house of my father, and among the sons of my father, he liked me to make me king, like to make me king over all Israel. Wait a minute, Elder. That big, that big business. Wait a minute, Elder. So what, who he say supposed to be the leader of the 12 tribes of Israel? Let me read it. Verse 4. How did a Yahweh of Israel 
chose me before all the families of my father to be king over Israel forever. Watch this, Elder. But he hath chosen Judah to be ruler. So, Elder, who's supposed to be a ruler in, out of the 12 tribes of Israel? Judah. 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 That's what I'm going to be talking now. The only one we be talking now out of the Bible is those of out of twelve tribes, the leading tribe is Judah. Judah's mouth will be going right now. Judah's mouth. See, that's big business. Judah's mouth will be going right now out of all the twelve tribes of Israel. All of the tribes will come and get the information from Judah. WCC. Now, Siri, you got the precept that. Uh, give me Genesis 49, verse 1, 8 through 10 there, Elder. Let's get a WCC of precept on that, then. And then we're going to Zechariah, chapter 12, verse 7, and we're going to tie them up in 12, verse 7 for the WCC, the World Council of Churches. Um, Genesis 49, verse 1, 8 down to verse 10, a precept. Let's give him a precept, Elder, come on. Genesis chapter 49, reading verse number 1 and 8 through 10. 1-6. And Jacob, Israel, called unto his son and said, Gather yourselves together that I may tell you that which shall befall you in the last days. Number eight, Judah, thou art he whom thy brothers shall praise. Thy hand shall be in the neck of thine enemies. Thy father's children shall bow down before thee. Judah, nine, Judah is a lion's whelp. From the prey, my son, thou hast gone up, and he stood down. He stooped down. And he crouched as a lion, and as an old lion, who shall rouse him up? Who shall rouse him up? Verse 10. Verse number 10. And the scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver from between his feet, until Shiloh come. And unto him shall the gathering of the people be. Oh, so the prophecy, give me 33 verse 7, Elder of Deuteronomy. So the prophecy is the the sceptical, I mean rulership, should be in the hand of Judah until Shiloh come, which is Yahweh the son come. So Judah will be in charge of all the tribes of Israel until Yahweh the son comes. Then the gathering, so Judah's job is to get the peoples in order. So who goes to get the, 12, the other 11 tribes in order, even Judah, make prayer? Judah. So if you're in a ministry, if Judah is not leading the ministry, it's incorrect in Yahweh. Judah have to lead. Once you find out you are bloodline Israelite, Judah is supposed to lead until Shiloh, which is Yahweh the Son, come. 
Now, watch the elder going to precept that in Deuteronomy 33, verse 7. Listen what he says in 33, verse 7. Okay? In uh, Deuteronomy 33, verse number 7, reads, And this is the blessing of Judah. And he said, Hear, Yahweh, the voice of Judah, and bring him unto his people. Let his hands so be sufficient for him. Mm-hmm. And let his hand mm-hmm. be sufficient. All Judah got to mm-hmm. do is turn the Bible. He don't need no woozy. He don't need no knife. He don't need none of that. All he need, all he need is a Bible in his hand and turn the pages. You know why? All he need is what what passes his wrist. Let's read that in twenty eight verse twelve of Deuteronomy. So all Judah needs is to get him the Bible. Let his hands be sufficient. How you gonna get the children of Israel back on their feet? It's through the tribe of Judah. Yahweh have blessed the hands of Judah. How we know he unblessed them? We're going to get a precept in 12 verse 8 of Deuteronomy. Watch the precept. Let's talk about Judah's hands, what Yahweh said he did in 28 verse 12 of Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy chapter 28, reading verse 12 says, the Yahweh shall open unto thee his good treasure, the heavens to give to give the rain unto thy land this season, and to bless all the work of thine hand, and thou shalt lead unto many nations, and thou shalt not borrow. Lend unto many nations and not borrow. You see that? Now precept that in 7 verse 14 of Hebrews. Now, Paul was invited to the great big temple of the southern kingdom. Now, let's see what Paul says. Paul, the Benjamite, the one would, would you call a day of Jamaican. Let's see what Paul says at the great big temple of the southern kingdom in 7 verse 14. Let's see what he say, Apostle Paul said, the Benjamite. The Israelite. What he said in seven verse fourteen of the book of Hebrews. What did Paul say? Hebrews seven fourteen says, For it is evident that I Yahweh spake out of Judah, sprang out of Judah, of which five Moses spake nothing concerning priesthood. He says evidence that our Yahweh the Son, what you call the Lord God, Jesus Christ. He sprung out of the tribe of Judah. And is and nothing concerning priesthood. That means the priesthood today is in the hand of Judah. And Yahweh the Son came down through the bloodline of Judah. Do you know what our Lord Jesus Christ was called? Out of the bloodline of Judah, do you know what the Bible say he was called? Let's see what the Bible say he was called in one forty-five through forty-seven. This was the one you call our Lord, that you call our Lord Jesus the Christ. Do you know 
Now, we found out he came out of the bloodline of Judah. But what, what was he called when he walked the face of the earth according to eyewitnesses in 145 through 47 and 49? What was he called when he walked the face of the earth 2,000 years ago? When they seen him, what did they call him, the eyewitnesses? One, 45 through 47 and 49 of the book of first, I mean, St. John. St. John 1, 45 through 47 and 49. Listen to it at the elder, deliver the knockout blow. Come on, elder. Okay. In the book of uh, St. John, looking at chapter 1, verse number 45, 47, and 49. 45 says, Philip findeth Nathanael and said unto him, We found him of whom Moses in the law and of the seers did write. Yahweh, the son of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. 47. Yahweh, the son, saw Nathaniel coming to him and said of him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom is no doubt. Hey, 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 hold on, Elder. What did the eyewitness call our Lord Jesus Christ? Who true name is Yahweh the Son? What did they call him when they looked at him? They called him what? According to verse forty-seven, they say, they say "Behold, an Israelite." Oh, indeed, indeed, oh. indeed. So, so the one you call our Lord Jesus Christ, when he came into the plus, he came to plus as a what elder? Israelite. Uh, Israelite, an Israelite, huh? An Israelite. So the one you call our Lord Jesus Christ, when he came in the flesh, he came as a Israelite. And not only that, the eyewitness says, what in verse 49? 49. Nathaniel answered and said unto him, Rabbi, thou art son of Yahweh, thou art the king of Israel. So, so our Lord Jesus Christ cast as he came as an Israelite, and he are he are what according to verse forty nine, Elder? What are he? He's who? According to verse forty nine, he's the who? King of Israel. King of Israel. He is the king of Israel. He is the king of Israel. He came down to the tribe of Judah. He came as an Israelite, and he, uh, he is the king of Israel. Listen, we got to get this story right. The one you call our Lord Jesus Christ, he came to be the king of Israel, and he came as a Israelite from the tribe of Judah. Can we even know these things? So now when we read Zechariah 12, verse 7, look what the seer says he's going to do. 
And Zechariah 12, verse 7. See, this information, you we need to know this information. Then once we understand this information, we'd be able to, to make our proper adjustment. The one we call our Lord, Jesus Christ, the Christ. He came to the tribe of Judah, and he is a Israelite. Not a Jew, not a Gentile, not a Hebrew. He came as a Israelite. That was the witness, the two witnesses say he, he were. Now, in a court of law, if you got two witnesses point you out, then well they said that's the way the verdict gonna be. It can be good or bad. But now make it plain when you in the ministry, you tell your preacher that the one that we call the Lord God Jesus Christ. He came down to the tribe of Judah, and he is a Israelite. And he's the king of Israel. Make it plain. And watch how fast they'll show you the dough to get up out of there. You go and, you go and show them that verse and break that verse down. I don't care you being the greatest tithe payer in, in the building. You're going to lead that ministry. They're going to have them big deacons tell you put your books in your hand. And they're going to lock you up on the both of your shoulders and pick you about your seat and put you on the other side of the door. If you ever read that verse to your preacher, you're going to leave that ministry. You will not be in that ministry no more. Put you out of the door by reading the Bible. What you reading, Elder? Zechariah 12, verse 7. I think we Zechariah 12, 7. Yeah, what did it say? Verse number 7 says, The Yahweh shall save the tents of Judah first, that the glory of the family of David and the glory of the inhabitants of Jerusalem, Yadda, do not magnify themselves against Judah. You see it? He said, the other, the other nation of Israel, do not magnify yourself against. Uh, don't try to bump Judah. Get with Judah. Don't try to bump them all. Now, who is Yahweh? When, when Yahweh come out to heaven, according to 12 verse 7, who is he going to save first? According to 12 verse 7, Elder. But we can be clear. When he come out of the sky, and come down to the earth, who is he going to save first, according to 12, verse 7? He's going to save the tents of Judah first. Did you see that? He's going to save the camp of Judah first. See, we need to know these things. And if you're taking that back to your preacher on Sunday on the wrong day, and you tell your preacher when when that man out of heaven, we call Lord God Jesus Christ coming, he's going to say Judah first. You know what he's going to tell you? I don't care how great a tired pay you are, you're going to leave here. You cannot discuss that kind of information. Well, it's not the Bible preaching. I know. But if you say uh, Judah first, then what will happen to the Christians? See? See that? See, because, you know, 
you can be saying you're a Christian born and a Christian gone. No, it don't work like that with the Bible. He's going to say Judah first. And what do Judah look like? Jeremiah 14, verse 2. What, you, what does Judah look like? What do he look like? Jeremiah 14, verse 2. This is where he's going to say the tribe of Judah first. The one that's got his word going. What do they look like? Let's see what the Bible says they look like. 14, verse 2. Jeremiah. What did it look like, uh, Elma? 14, verse 2. 14, verse number 2. He says, Jeremiah. And the gates. Jeremiah. 14, verse 2. 2 says, Judah morning, and the gates thereof language. And they are black unto the ground. And they are what, Elma? Elma. What call it, Judah? Black. Black to the what? To the ground. And guess to the ground. To the ground. So it's no. Look at the ground. Look at Judah. They, there's a there's a, a Sami twin, a match. They black to the ground. So the one he gonna say first is the black man, the black tribe of Judah first. Then those that that have learned the word come after. There's right there. So now, so what we gotta do for you? Then what we got to do for you? We got to do for you, those are unbelievers, we got to do what? We got to get you what kind of way? Mark 5.15. So what we got to do for you? You are the one that thinking that they all pale red or high yellow Middle Eastern looking brown folks. What we got to do for you? Let's see what we got to do for you And Mark 5.15. What we got to do for you in Mark 5.15? The book of Mark, 5, reading verse number 15. 15 says, And they come to the Aquala sign and see him. That was possessed with the devil and had gone and had had the legion sitting and clothed in his right mind. And they were <laughs> he said, what, 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 they had, what they had first in was a devil. See, you got a devil and you think, you think our Lord Jesus Christ looked like that pale man, that pale red-skinned person, you high yellow Middle Eastern. That's a devil in you. We got to get you what? We got to get you what, Elder? According to verse 15, we got to get you what? Clothed in your right mind. <laughs> We got, we got to get you clothed in your right mind. When you read this Bible, <laughs> there's people in this Bible. These black folks in this Bible. They ain't Middle Eastern, high yellow, none of that. Straight hair, none of that. Woolly, hey, woolly hair and, and many shades of, of brown skin. Many shades of brown, but none of it high yellow brown or pale red. No. See, we got to get you, we got to get that devil out you. And get you what kind of way out Flowed in your right mind. Man, the Latter-day Saints say, see you. Is it a precept on that? Is it a precept on that? Uh, give me Luke chapter 8, verse 35, Elder. Let's get a precept on that, Elder. Luke chapter 8, verse 35, precept, Elder. 
Okay, and the book of Luke. Looking at chapter 8, verse number 35. Verse 35. Begin the precept, Elder. 35. 35 says, Then they went out to see what was done. And they came to your part of Son, found the man out of whom the devils were departed, sitting at the feet of your part of Son, and in his right hand and in his right mind. They were afraid. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. He was clothed. What kind of way, Elder? What kind of way was he clothed? After Yahweh right and mind. left him? In his right mind. And we, and we trying to do it now. Right. We trying to get you in your right mind. We trying to get you in your right mind to understand what we got to do in this Bible. What you got to do in this Bible. And once we get you in your right mind, that's it. Let's see what it says in um, Proverbs 3, verse 27 and 28, Elder. See, we're trying to get you clothed in your right mind. Now let's take a look at Proverbs 3, verse 27 and 28. We're trying to get you clothed in your right mind. Now we read earlier that debtors you are. So when you listen to this tape, and you in debtors you are, and your duty is, is to minister to us in carnal things, worldly things. As we give you spiritual information and get your spirit up the right way, then you got duties to do according to Romans 15, 24 through 28. Your duties oh. is to minister to us and carnal things. And what, what are we talking about? Let's see what let's see what the let's see what Proverbs 3, 27, 28 say. Hey, Elder, what do you say in Proverbs 3, 27, 28? Proverbs chapter 3, verses 27 and 28 says, verse 27, Withhold not good from them whom it is due, but it is in the power of thy hand to do it. 28, do not, do not unto thy neighbor go. Do not say not unto thy neighbor go and come again. And tomorrow I will give when thou hast it by thee. Ain't that, sir? Yeah. 28. No, 20, that's it. Oh, 3, verse 27, 28 again, Elder. Elder, you, 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 Say not unto thy neighbor, go and come again, and tomorrow I will give when thou hast it by thee. You see what he's saying? He said, don't, don't tell your neighbor that, no, well, you know, uh, you know, Bill got me down. I can't, I can't do nothing this, this time around because old Bill got me down. He said, don't say that. Don't say that. Well, you know you got the power in your hand to do so. If you know you got the power to have to get in where you're with this ministry, do what the Bible tell you to do. Don't say, well, you know, old Bill got me down this month. Old Bill, he, he ran me out. Proverbs chapter, back up to 3, 5 down to verse 10, Elder. Back up the same book, Proverbs 3, 5 down to verse 10. He tell you what not to do. Don't let that excuse be, old Bill got me down. Uh, I can't do nothing because old Bill got me down. 
Bill can always keep you down. Bill is here to keep you down. But look, it says in Proverbs 3, verse 5 down to verse 10. What is it? Proverbs 3, verse number 5 to verse 10. 5 says, Trust in the Yahweh with all thine mind, and lean not unto thine own understanding. 6. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. 7. Be not wise in thy own eyes. Fear the Yahweh and depart from evil. It shall be health to thy navel and moral to thy bones. 9. Honor the Yahweh with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase. 10. So shall the barns be filled with plenty, and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. You see, what are you saying, verse 9, the Moadio Elder? What did Yahweh tell the wise man where to put in the Bible on what you're supposed to do? Pertain to the ministry in verse 9. Verse 9 says, Honor the Yahweh with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase. You see that? See what Yahweh said? Now that verse was pulled. Uh, and somebody pulled that verse in uh, Ezekiel 44, verse 30. Hey, yo. What it says in 44, verse 30? Ezekiel. Okay, in the book of uh, Ezekiel. Ezekiel 44, verse 30. Book of Ezekiel, chapter 44, looking at verse number 30. 30 says, And all the first fruits of all things in every Ovulation of all every sorts of your ovulation shall be the priest. You shall also give unto the priest of your first of your dough, that he may cause the blessings to rest in thine house. Mm-hmm. He said. He said when you come to we come to the priest, the leadership, of the six and nine camp, you bring your best. It, it, do you see the word called best there, elder? Do you see the word called B-E-S-T there, elder? The best, elder. And 44 verse 30, do you see the word called bring your best? Do that word say B-E-S-T there, elder? Huh? Your blessings. Okay, but do it says in 44 verse number 30, do it say bring the best. That means you don't be like just come in and drop a couple of pennies in that box. You you drop in there your best. Do it say B E S T there? L. That's what I wanna know. In forty fourth chapter. I'll read that. I'll I'll read that again, yeah. verse number thirty, and I'll be more plain with it. Yeah, forty four. Forty four, verse thirty says. Forty four, verse number thirty. It says, and the first. Of all the first fruits, of all things, and every ovulation, of every sort of your ovulations, shall be the priest. <clears throat> you shall also give unto the priest the first of your dough, that he may cause the blessings to rest in thine house. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I guess uh, I didn't say best. He said first. Okay, good. First of what? Let's precept that and find what he's talking about here. What do you mean by bring the first of all things? What are you talking about? Let's precept the Bible and see what he's talking about. The first of all. First fruit. Precept the Bible in Luke 18, verse 12. Let's precept that, Elder. In Luke 18, verse 12, let's get a precept on that, Elder. We need a precept on that. Book of Luke, chapter 18, verse number 12. 12 said, I fast twice in the week, and I give tithes of all that I possess. Oh! So he's saying, bring your best, according to Luke 18, 12, 18. He's talking about whatever. What in that verse he's talking about he do of all? What are you talking about there? Read that verse 18, verse 12. Luke 18, 12 says, I fast twice in a week. I give tithes of all that I possess. Ain't that something? Ain't that something? Now, Paul was invited to the great big temple of Yahweh in 7, verse 4. And, and Peter gave him the microphone. And look what he says in 7, verse 4 of the book of Hebrews, Elder. What he says in 7, verse number 4. Hebrews 7, verse 4. Elder, what did he say in 7, verse 4? Book of Hebrews, chapter 7, reading verse number 4, says, Now, Consider how great this man was, unto whom even the partridge, Abraham, the patriarch, the tenth, what did I just say, patriarch? Now consider the great of this man was unto whom the patriarch, Abraham, gave the tenth of the soils. Oh, so tithe is a what, elder? A tenth. Now, consider how great this man was, Abraham, who gave a tenth of all. Are you greater than Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? Are you greater than them? Consider how great they was. They made sure they pulled a tenth. In the words they got on the, now called tithes, or you put the word called contribution of donation. Huh? <laughs> it's up to you. But they gave a tenth of their donation to the ministry. Are you greater than Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? You? Huh? So you see, we got a lot of work to do. And we're going to understand the blessing of Yahweh. We got to follow the blessing of Yahweh. And, but, but it's just only for people that understand what's written in in Exodus 25, verse 1 and 2, this is only on it. On it. Now, Yahweh is talking. Only works for those that's about Yahweh's business. Let's see what it says in Exodus 25, verse 1 and 2, Elder. Hey, Elder, what is it saying in Exodus 25, verse 1 and 2? Exodus 25, verse number 1 and 2. One says, And Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, 
to speak unto the uh, family of Israel that they bring me an offering of every man that giveth his villainy with his mind. Ye shall take mine offering. Oh! So this is only for the ones that, what kind of way, the ones willing. You got to be willing to willing. do this. Remember, you always talk about you can't be grudging. If you grudging, you ain't going to do this. He said, go take an offering from the one that's willing to do this, that want to do this. Take care of Yahweh's business. Not the one, oh, man, I got to go place them down at the six anointed camps. No, you got to be willing to do this business. You got to be willing to do this business. So now when we read the book of Nehemiah, who got to be willing to do this business? Who? Who got to be willing to do this business? Nehemiah 13. Nehemiah chapter 13, verse 11, 12. Who got to be willing to take care of Yahweh's business? Let's find out, Elder. Nehemiah 13, verse 11 and 12. Let's see who's going to take the lead on being willingly to take care of Yahweh's business. Nehemiah 13, 11 and 12, what does it say? Nehemiah 13, verses 11 and verse number 12. 11 says, And contended I with the Lord, and said, Why is this house of Yahweh forsaken? And I gathered them together and set them in their place. Twelve. Then brought all Judah, the tribe of the corn, and the new wine, and the oil unto the treasure, unto the treasuries. Mm-hmm. So, El, who's going to be willing to take care of Yahweh's business? The tribe <laughs> of all Judah. Judah. Judah will be willingly. If you from the lead tribe, the bloodline of Judah, you're supposed to be willingly to step up to take care of Yahweh's business. Judah, you the lead tribe. So when you know you're from the tribe of Judah, you got to have this kind of spirit on you. Willingly. Willingly. Let's get a precept on that. And let's see what's going on. Let's get a precept on that. Elder. We'll get a couple more in. We'll cut it. We'll bag it down. Let's go to Matthew chapter 6, 1, 2, 3, 4. Here goes your precept. So now, understand one thing. Judah, you're supposed to take the lead in this word. You're supposed to take the lead in getting in where you're fitting in at in the ministry. You're supposed to take a lead on being the one that brings that 10% in. You can call it a contribution, free will offering, donation, whatever you want to call it. You got to have a will to do that. Then Watch what Yahweh say if that's your spirit. He going to come in the flesh and tell you how he stand on you willingly taking care of his business. Matthew 6, 1, 2, 3, 4, what's the other? In the book of Matthew, chapter 6, reading 1 to 4, one says, Take heed that you do not your arms before men to be seen of them. Otherwise, you will have no reward of your father." which is in heaven. Two, therefore, when thou doest, when thou doest arms, do not sound the trumpet before thee, as the hypocrites do in the synagogue, temples, and in the streets, where they may have glory of men. 
But verily I say unto you, they have their reward. Four, three. But when thou doest alms, do not let thy left hand know what thy right hand doeth. Four, that thine alms may be in secret, and thy father would see it in secret himself shall reward thee openly. You see that? He said, well, you're doing your 10%, your money. You ain't got a sound or horn like dropping 30 cents in the box and making all that noise. He said, you ain't got to do that. Take care of Yaqua's business, and he rewards you by taking care of his business. He's watching you. He's watching you when you get your hand on your money. Okay? And he made it plain in the book of Sirach 18, verse 22 and 23. Hey, he made it plain to the seer. He talked to the seer plainly in the book of Sirach, chapter 22 and 23. He sent the angel down there and told him, hey, seer, listen to me and put this in writing. Sirach, chapter 18, verse 22 and 23 says what? Okay, in the book of Sharat, chapter 18, chapter 18, looking at verses uh, 22, 22 and 23. 23. 22 says, let nothing hinder thee to pay thy vow in due time, and defer not until death to be justified. 23, before thou prayest, prepare thyself. And be not as the one that tempted the Yahweh. Read verse 22 again. 22 says, Let nothing hinder thee to pay thy vow in due time, and defer not until death to be justified. You see that? He said, Don't let nothing hinder you to do that. Don't let Bill get in the way for taking care of Yahweh's business. Make sure nothing hinder you. Now, you have heard that word in Second Chronicle 31, verse 5, 6, 10 down to verse 12 and 21 in a closing statement, Hilton. Now, Judah heard that. Judah heard it. Let's see what Judah, what, when Judah heard that, let's see what he did. In Second Chronicles 31, verse 5, 6, 10 through 12, and 21, the closing statement. See, Judah, job. see, when you hear the word, Judah, you got to step to the plate because you, it's for this hour, especially if you're from a tribe of Judah, you have to lead by example. Let's see what happened in Second Chronicles 31, verse 5, 6, 10 through 12, and 21, and a closing statement. Elder, back on that way, tomorrow, 730. We'll be ready to go at 730 tomorrow. Second Chronicles 31, verse 5, 6, 10 through 12, and 21. Let's see what's going on. Let's see who heard the message and what did they do. Come on, y'all. Okay, we're looking at the book of uh, Second Chronicles, chapter 31, reading verses uh, 5, 6, 10 through 12, and verse number 21. Verse number five says, And as soon as the commandment came abroad, 
the family of Israel brought in the abundance of the first fruits of corn, wine, and oil, and honey, and all of the increase of the field, and to the tithes of all things brought they abundantly. Six. And concerning the family of Israel and Judah, that dwell in the cities of Judah, they also brought in thine, brought in the and thine of the oxen and sheep, and thine of a righteous things, which were concentrated unto the Yahqua there, Yahqua, and laid them by heaps. Verse number ten. And Azariah, the chief of priests of the house of Zodar, answered him and said, Since the people began to bring the offerings into the house of the Yahqua, we have had enough to eat and have left plenty. For the Yahweh has blessed his people that which have left this great story. Verse number 11. Then Hakazaya commanded to prepare the chambers of the house of Yahweh and prepare them. 12. And brought the offerings to the tithes and dedicated things faithfully over which Conjur, the Levite, as ruler, and Shimei, his brother, was the next. Verse number 21. And in every work that he began, in the service of the house of Yahweh, and in the law, and in the commandments, to seek his Yahweh, he did it with all his mind and prosperity. And now what well prosper. Prosper. If you do Yahweh's business, you're gonna prosper. When you do the Bible business. Read verse five again and close the statement, Elder. Verse five again and close the statement. Verse number five says As soon as the commandment came abroad, the family of Israel brought in abundance of the first fruits of corn, wine, and oil and honey and all the increases of the field, and all thine of all things they brought, they in abundantly. You see that? As soon as they heard it, they got busy. See, the deal of it is, once you understand you're from the tribe of Judah, as soon as you hear it, you're supposed to get busy on taking care of who business? Yahweh's business. You don't let nothing hinder you from taking care of Yahweh's business because in the end of it, it's called a blessing and prosperity by doing Yahweh's business. 814. Ella got the closing statement. It's all you on, Ella. Take your time. Come on. Okay. Yahweh bless us here. Bless all the people that were on the broadcast, assisting us here and the elder. And bless all the people that are listening to the uh, voices of the truest rights. We brought to you this program in faith and in the word of Yahweh. And the elder brought it as tall as he could stand. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Excellent. We'll back on airways tomorrow at 7.30. Be on time for the top part of the seven day. Remember, all six locations will be open. Call in the master line, 224-600-5579. But you can get in where you fit in at because it's a big job. The harvest is plenty, but the labor is true.
whatever you whatever you can do for the ministry, Yahweh says in the end of it, it's going to be a blessing and prosperity when you help the ministry of the Bible, not the ministry of the world, the ministry of the Bible. The one that teach you the truth, unlock your brain and put you and clothe you in the right mind for you to make the right decision according to the Bible. Our job is to clothe you in the right mind, the mind of the Bible. But you can understand your blessing is when you do the Bible. Hmm? That's where your blessing is, when you do the Bible, not do what the world tells you to do. Do the Bible. From our elders, elders, the mothers, the sisters, the brothers, and those on the left side and on the right side that pack jam and still trying to get in on the international side. But it's over with. We'll catch you tomorrow, same time, at 7.30 tomorrow. Remember, all classes, six anointed camps, but on broadcast, we come on at 7.30, but class starts on the sunset. But we'll be on the broadcast at 7.30. So I said for all the ones that participated, my daughter and my grandbaby, they came on and gave it all they got, and that's what it's all about. Give what you got. That's it. Hallelujah. Wah. Hallelujah. Wah. Hallelujah. Wah. Shalom. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Jumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Jumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.